Well, howdy. Big bad John. At the bottom of this well lies a big, big ginger. Big bad John. What are you doing, brother? What's going on, buddy? I'm home. I'm getting ready. I will be with you momentarily. Ah, so that means when you get the hamsters running on your computer wheel, it starts to move. Things start to happen. So we got about 30 to 47 minutes of kill time. All right. All right. Fair enough. I can do this. We're getting closer. At least you're in your goddamn house. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hair and makeup is done. Perfect. Got my attitude. Got my cocktails. All right, folks. I'm just goddamn ready to go. I've been chomping at the bit for this one all day. I am ready to rock. Uh, so if you're listening out there, it's time to get your go bags, your two-sided go bags ready. You get your cocktail, get your little shot, pack a bowl, have a smoke, do whatever you have, all within arm's distance. Get all your accoutrement laid out because this is going to be one wild ride. I can, I can see it already. I can feel it. I can feel it. Guess Mona what Lisa. I bought myself today as an early birthday get? gift? A bottle of fucking crown peach. And I'm oh. going to have some tonight. Mm. Giddy up. Giddy up, my little peach having her own crown peach. That is delicious. When is your birthday? You didn't tell me that. You did not tell me that. There's little things in life that I still are are mysterious to me. Um, but yeah, early happy early birthday. I'm hoping it's uh, hoping it's within the next month. I hope you're not one of the people who are like, my birthday is in December. So actually, no, we're getting close to December. Okay, we're in the burr months now. You can you have some you. All right, I give it to you. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had the peach in the rum. I've had a. Granted, I've had rum with just about everything, but usually when it gets that bad, like, you know what? I'm just going to take the rum because I know what that's going to do to me. I don't know what's going to be when I mix it with, like, Ensure. Well, it's for good bones and hydration. It really keeps your nutrients up if you're in the rest home, but it's not a great chaser. Number one. Number one. <laughs> you said when you mix it with Ensure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got that one. It's it's really weird, like telling jokes when John's not here and I don't hear him or see his reactions. Like, ah, I slip a lot of the, slip a lot of the gems in there. They're not gems. They're really awful. They're really horrible. Is John there? Are you on mute? No, he's still not there. Thought I heard him click in. So close. He's like, oh, we're up and running in five minutes. But literally, you guys, that's one thing. We'll have to. He'll he'll have to take a picture of his computer and send it, post it on the little thing because it's. The little thing <laughs> posted on our story because his computer is a goddamn brick. It's the equivalent of a flip phone. It's a flip computer. Well, they all are, but still, you can use it as a boat anchor. It's it's a it's a big cinder block of a computer that technology has has just pff, excelled leaps and bounds since they decided to make that thing. But John is a man who likes nostalgia. Um, but yeah, so. I was really excited that John was in the house, but I'm not now, so I'm just going to continue to do what I did before. Pete, how was your week? How has your week been this week, Pete? Well, <laughs> you know, you know, my week uh, there, John, thank you for asking. I really appreciate that. My week has been really, you know, uh, exactly right. Just uh, not too good, not too bad, you know? Woo! He comes in hot, saving the day. I knew if we called him out and started asking questions, he'd have to jump in. My ears are burning. Well, it's better than burning when you pee. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't answer questions. Were you talking about me? Why did you say that? It burns when I pee. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about you. I knew it. Oh, you, you must have been talking about me for about five months. <laughs> Ever since I went to Guam, you guys are assholes. You guys suck. <laughs> 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 
Dumb. All right, John. You're on. I'm blog or videos off. Are you putting your things up? So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the party. John L. Peacock. Woo! <laughs> it should be like some theme music. Da, 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 Dude, da, da. I'm just saying. In this side of the country, in the eastern side of the country, weighing in at way too much or too little, we don't know how gingers weigh. Standing six foot seven, depends on how you look at him in the light. I got nothing here. From certain angles. <laughs> From certain angles. Scary if he sneaks up on you. Silly if you see him standing for a bus. <laughs> and in this corner, <laughs> with his sound still on, yeah. drunk in public and punk Woo! in drug. Yeah. My boy. <laughs> Doesn't understand technology and refuses to learn because his hands are full of cocktails. My boy, Pete. You guys push your own buttons. I'm drinking. All right. Start the show. So we're going. We're, we're setting up now. Uh, anyone who's listening yeah. on stereo, you can click that link above. That's our YouTube uh, link. We're going to go live here in a few seconds. Um, if you're listening to this after the fact, we do have a YouTube channel. We're also on Spotify. If you're listening to this after the fact, you probably found us on Spotify or or you probably read about us in the paper when that, that heist went horribly wrong. <laughs> We're famous, Pete. We're famous. Yeah. Yeah. In retrospect, John, I feel like this is a little prophetic talking about how we fail in this heist we're pulling off. No, no, it's just a vacation. We're going up north, see? A real nice vacation, see? God damn it. Any publicity now, is good publicity. Right. That's what I keep telling the FBI. I'm with you. I'm with you guys. Yo, John came in. Like, voila! Fucking dope. Like, wow. Perfect fucking entrance. <laughs> right? He came, he came in like Tom Cruise in Risky Business, all sliding <laughs> on his socks with only a shirt on. Easy there, sunglasses. Oh, shit, John, I see it. You started the thing. John L. Peacock has started screen sharing. Oh, shit, get that off the desktop. Oh, don't want to see that. Oh, shit, shit. Okay. I love that when um, Pete's talking and John's like, nah, shut up. He would just play a message. <laughs> and unless it's important to what Pete's saying, he just sets a play, otherwise we'll stop you... it, and Pete just shuts up. Ah, <laughs> oh, John. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> you're listening to Two Sided with my boy Pete and John L. Peacock. If you're tuning in live right now, you're either on the Stereo app, where we are on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, or you're on the YouTube app, where we are every Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. If you're not listening to either of those, you're probably hearing us on Apple Pods, Spotify, Anchor, um, any of the, any of the, maybe the voices in your head. I'm pretty big with mental health disorders, so I'm, I'm pretty sure we're talking to you at night. Welcome to the party. There's steps along the way, paths to every, every journey. That's right. Yes, sir. Two roads. Yes. Two arrived in a wood. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to take the one that fucking rocks. Woo! <laughs> you guys can take that, that path. It sucks. That makes all the difference. <laughs> Does it, though? <laughs> oh, thanks, Robert Frost. He was a poet among men. Uh, speaking of poets, want to drink some? Let's start the show. Oh, God damn it. Please. I was talking so much about how have your go bags, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you have your shots report and your and your cocktails and your smokes and... I focused on half of the equation. Granted, I got it all close to me. That was that was a big step. 
Like it's all within arm's reach now. Like I don't have to worry about it halfway through, but now I'm ready. <laughs> now I'm good. Great. Let's hit this message. <laughs> the path was traveled by. Good job, babies. Good job. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do a shot. You, you think we're not cultured. <laughs> you. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I shit co- I shit culture for breakfast. What? I don't know. Work that one out. That's a weird breakfast. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I said I shit it for breakfast. I don't eat anything. I just right. shit culture. I piss excellence. I piss excellence for lunch. I shit culture for breakfast. John, I skip dinner altogether because I'm on this whole like keto thing, but it's all about culture. Mealtime means, right? You do know what mealtime means, right? Yeah, it's it's culture and excellence, baby. That's what that means. Come on, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, guys. It all makes perfect sense in retrospect, right? Hindsight is 60 40. That's right. (laughs) It's perfect, or what I call a Thursday. Well, howdy. Nope. 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 At least there's only one digital tonight, but still, nope. 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 Kiko. I'm John L. Peacock out in Brooklyn, New York, and I'm my boy Pete Disgruntled in Southern California. And you're listening to Two Sided, a live recorded podcast where each week I challenge Pete with a bit of the two sides of life, the serious and the fun. And it's a bit more than just a bit, John, and it's a lot more than serious and fun. It's life or death at stake. It's the right and the wrong, the me and the you, John. Two podcasters enter, two podcasters leave pretty hammered (laughs) at the end of the show. I don't know. If a podcaster becomes a drunkard, is he really still a podcaster? That means the drunk was inside you the whole time? Yep, he sure was. I've been here waiting to get out. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> there you are, Peter. There you are. You just got to stretch your face a little bit. Ooh, pull the drunk right out of it. Oh, oh look. <laughs> oh, he's going cross-eyed. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Dumb, bro. We're off to a good start. We're off to a great start. Well, let's start with a check-in. Uh, my boy Pete, how are you feeling in three words? Less than zero. Wow, good movie, but what a check-in. What'd you just say? No. <laughs> the, the drunk was inside the house. The whole time <laughs> he was inside the house. What you, hey, the, the drunk was using my credit card the whole time. You mean... <laughs> you mean the drunk was peeing my pants in bed? That's amazing. Mystery has been solved. <laughs> You mean the drunk was coming from inside the house? Oh, crap.
<laughs> saying, man. I'm saying there's that's, that's another think tanker. We got to like put that one in the little think tank box. That's a good joke. <laughs> no, no one's inside the house anymore. Just me and my drunk self. <gasps> we just solved it, didn't we? <laughs> you guys want to come in and have a drink and celebrate? Come on. Come on. Bring your guns. Come on. Come on, cops. Come on. Turns out I wasn't a narc. Uh... Uh, never mind. Hey, let's nope. go into our first lightning round. Oh, lightning round. Time to get down. Time to get down. Lightning round. Oh, lightning round. Well, anybody who's anybody knows that our first lightning round of the episode is always a standard Q&A. My boy, Pete, are you ready for the questions? I am ready. I just, uh, I got a scab. They're doing a whole union strike so all voiceover work is done so we have scabs tonight john i didn't i'm glad you just kind of glossed over it but i needed to put it out there like it's not a normal song it's not normal things we don't know what's going on here but i'm ready and we're paying we're playing scale with this guy so if he's willing to cross the picket lines we're willing to pay him what are you gonna do well man i have scabs most days of the week so i understand right <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug so is the heroin. My boy Pete, uh, who is your first go-to when you need a cry? Who's your first go-to when you need to have yourself a nice cry with someone? I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like it, that does, I, nope. I think the answer is well, that, nope. That leads perfectly into our next question. My boy, Pete, what is your relationship with emotions? Oh, I'm very in touch with them. But I don't need to share them with you, motherfucker. You know what you need to know when you need to know it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> this is a need-to-know situation, so see your way out of here. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> Make like a situation and leave. Nope, that's not it either. <laughs> uh, <My> boy, Pete. <laughs> yeah. How do you look back at American history compared to how you were taught? How do you look back at American history or what you know now compared oh. to how you were taught? Oh, uh, I believe all of our, I believe the histories we were taught were, were complete and utter bullshit. We got the, we got, we got the My Boy Pete version of history from the two-sided podcast of, of American history as it truly is. If I showed up at, at middle schools and was like, you guys, guess what fucking happened? Here's the deal. How did the show go? Well, listen to this. This is what happened. And I'm law. I am the end-all, be-all of like, well, that's how the two sides of whatever, no, you know, whatever – there's no balance. There's no anything. And that's how I, I feel like a lot of our history books, especially world history, if you ever had any, because we're so stupid. We don't know shit about shit. And the people are like, that's good. Kevin McGuffey. Yeah. We'll sign off of that. That's perfect. Talk about Napoleon, right? He's a little guy with a little hand. Yeah. Put him in there. Perfect. You're really good. <laughs> Everyone learns. <laughs> Gandhi? No, no, no. We don't need that. Yeah, didn't eat much. Can't keep him, though. Once <laughs> you feed him, 
He'll come back. <laughs> like that Mandela guy. No, 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 no. Let's uh, keep all those guys out. I'm saying, but the and the, but then the history of what happened and what we did, and that was just glossed over. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, so you went from here's the high points. It's like, oh, here's civil war. Okay, brr, fast forward, World War One, <laughs> World War Two, Vietnam. It's like you hit these war landmarks, and then there's like stock market crashes, and there's assassinations, right. and those right. are your big landmarks. And they talk about what is happening around those those events, but then everything else is kind of like fast forward, just gloss over, gloss over everything. Yep. It just, oof. If you really start digging in, and I, it's it's unfortunate. It just makes you a bitter human being when you realize what what real truth is. What, ugh. It's like the two sided podcast. Like it sounds good, but then you start listening, you're like, ugh, 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 ugh. <laughs> uh so the final question what was your biggest eye opener with the facts of american history um that the 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 norm is for america to to do the wrong thing and to be oppressive and be horrible and be excludatory, like just like, just be it. I don't want to go to it because I can like, all these different cases of different things of what and how we whitewashed it and how we overlooked it and how we like the shit happening in Georgia now happened back in the late forties, early fifties, literally the same thing. And there was a, a board of regents who could overturn the popular vote to elect the governor because, nope, the people don't know well enough, but us good old boys do. And they did. Right. And th the way they were campaigning and the rhetoric, rhetoric they were saying, and it was all vote stealing and how to make it harder. If you were of any uh, person of, of color at all, you had to, a white person could report you and take away your not take away your voting privilege, but you would get a notice that you have to come to court to have a court date to defend your voting privilege. And if you Prove don't, why you're able to, right? Why you can't, yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing now. It's like, oh, you got to have voter registration. You have to do this thing. So it's this ID, right? Yeah, that voter ID. ID. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, it just, what's the problem? It just, it's a stumbling block for different communities who don't travel often, who don't, like, I don't get out of my, my neighborhood. I don't, do that. I don't need to. I don't. If I'm going to try and go and get get it in a line to go get ID and then go over here and do this and do that, like why do that? Why do any of that? It's ridiculous. So, so that like that kind of thing of when you learned of how how long ago things started and like even in the founding fathers and like that's all. Yeah, <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Was kind of a piece of shit you think he was. No, he really was not a good dude. He was a villain. So, anyway, so, so that, the thing so that's a like, through line. Yeah, that systematic disenfranchisement. 100%. That's the thing that got me once I realized that it's always been happening and it continues to happen. It's just new right. forms of reinvention. That's how I am thinking about running our, uh, our, uh, our compound, you know, the two sided 
cult. The, the, I mean, it's not a cult. It's more of like a gathering of like-minded individuals who wear robes and hang out in the compound. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, my, my uh, American history book, American history, not U.S. history, American history, which you would think would have South America and, and Canada and everything, didn't. There was about a paragraph about slavery that led into World War, into the Civil War. I don't remember anything about the natives aside from the Trail of Tears. And so, like, all of that just, like, no, we'll just we'll just not talk. It's the lack of lack of talking about lack of voice. Like, that's what right. I that I re remembered those books so vividly. I was like, wow. Right. I learned about talk? Sacagawea and the Trail of Tears and as far as Native Americans. Yeah. You learn about um, I didn't I didn't learn about Sojourner Truth until like high school. I heard about the Underground Railroad, but I didn't understand it. About they it. didn't go they didn't go into detail, so it's still in my mind. I was like the carrot top. I was like, is it like that's like a subway? Was that the first subway? <laughs> it was in the south, and I didn't I truly didn't understand. It's like well, the that, London's called the underground, so yeah, right. totally. But I didn't understand. And it's just like, <laughs> wow, okay. Frederick Douglass, who's like one of the greatest Americans of all time, didn't know about him until college because of uh, yeah. just a lack of just glossed him over. That's fine. Yeah. No, it's it's really it's really interesting when you have to start digging on your own. It's like I'm not trying to do this. I got other hobbies. I don't need to try and learn things. That's why I'm so angry about my education. Like you fucked me up. I don't need to go back and learn. I'm done yeah, with school. Job. That was your job. You failed me. Everybody <laughs> boo these universities. Boo them. <laughs> I blame society too. Fine, we'll cop him too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's got a social disease. Dear Johnny Good, my Freddy, you gotta understand. It's just my bringing up key that keeps me out of hand. <laughs> Shit. We got a couple of messages and we're gonna jump into our first segment. All right, and we can do a shot probably. Everyone, pour them if you got them. Oh, Pete, stop being so fucking sad. Stop it. Stop being so sad. Sorry, I stumbled over my words. Oh, sweet little Puerto Rican girl, why are you so sad? I've had a nickel for every time I heard that. <coughs> oh. Okay, so why are there five states right now um, with shit in the voting thing to bring back slavery? Most of them, granted, are southern states, but what the fuck? I mean, not all of them are. I mean, some of them are southern. There's, Oregon is on the list, even. I mean, why the fuck do you think you have to own? Dude, enlighten Dakota? me. Enlighten me, because I object. I don't know. No, I, I totally object. I don't, I gotta look into that law. I gotta, like, yeah, I gotta look yeah. that one up, because, because I believe... I don't believe in slavery. I believe in indentured servitude. Like if if John and I were playing poker against another podcast and I bet John's soul to the other team, and I thought, ah, oh, I thought I had him with two two nothings. Then I would be indentured. That's normal. Yeah. yeah. He has to go and live with them. 
Yeah, okay. sleep at the foot of their bed. It's just, but that's not slavery. Pre- prearranged agreement, right? Yeah, come on, we're all property in the game of poker, right? <laughs> that's gonna be one of our T-shirts. We're, hey, come on, we're all property in the game of poker. Well, with the thirteenth uh, that uh, abolished the slavery, it also left the loophole for um, uh, prison, essentially, to be a new form of slavery. So maybe it's Correct. something like that. I, let, and that's why that, yeah. we both don't know about it. We'll, we'll let, that's uh, that's something. I'm a, yeah, right? yeah, no, hundred percent. I'll I'll go deep in that. Oof, oof, yeah, because oof, oof, yeah, the loophole of prisons, it. man, privatized uh, prisons. Uh, two more. Okay. Okay, everybody pour. Everybody pour your shots. Dibs. Can I call Dibs? Can I call first? Before Mona and go get to it? Can I call Dibs? Dibs, Chuck, Dibs. You got to see the car. You don't have to touch it. You got to see the car. Before you can call a shotgun or Jinx or Dibs. There was actually a pretty cool loophole that at least two of the states on the list referenced. Um, people have a hard time with rent. People have a hard time affording their bills. People have all these different issues that, hey, just, you know what? Come work on my farm. I'll technically own you, but you won't have to want for anything. And you won't even need money. <laughs> um, and there's a surprising amount of people. We're talking like the old hippie communes. This is like the, the the new school hippie commune, I think. Dude, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know, man. Sounds pretty good. It's the modern day equivalent of having a sugar mama for life, but it's a whole group of hippie people. Hey, man, I'm just gonna take care of you. You want to hang out? Cool. Go work in the garden. <laughs> You'll be fine. Also, I have another question. Why does it give me so many options to giggle and throw hearts and do all these things if no matter what I click on, it throws a heart? <laughs> what is Ooh, wrong? Is it my phone? Is it the app? I mean, I need enlightened on that too, y'all. I am like out of the loop for realsies. So we are trying to glamorize slavery? What the fuck? No. God, oh, no, I don't. Well, yeah, we can't. Call, I can't. I, I don't, there's no, you can't do it. Shouldn't do it. Uh, I gotta, right. I gotta read up and up before I can comment. Cause right now yeah. it sounds like I'm just doing like I normally do. Shooting from the hip. Right. And though uh, we've been trying to glamorize slavery for 400 years in one form or another, uh, we don't know the, the specifics and we want to be informed uh, to talk about it and we will. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, so let's seems... talk about something very different and, you know, much wow. more lighthearted. That's right. We are going to talk about the Arizona internment camps. Fucking John. Fucking John. All right. Okay. Which ones? Well, in Arizona, there were two, two of the 10 across the U.S. Oh, um, current Arizona is my home state. And so uh, this this episode is dedicated to my home state. And we're starting with Arizona internment camps. Let's get into it. <laughs> OK. OK. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good idea. Um, uh, 
if I can, I'm, I'm going to get a good joke in early because it's going to get way too fucking serious later on. You know what? Internment camps are good, John. It's just as long as you have guidelines of who the fuck should be in there. Yeah. Like if you get like the people I want to put in internment camps and not like a specific group of people, just like that guy who cut me off in traffic, anyone who walks too slow on the sidewalk. Um, so not a specific group, but just no, a specific person. A specific person, specific traits. People who, people who, uh, uh, please stay to the right unless you're walking, like on the, the moving escalators and people are just like, like, nope, you're all gone. Nope, you, everyone else, you, anyone else? <laughs> Those who ride on the shoulder to get past all the traffic. Yep, they're done too. All them. Uh, uh, um, uh, anyone who says, um, uh, ammonia and pneumonia in the same way. Oh, he died of ammonia. What? Oh, she was huffing pneumonia. What? God damn it. I'm scared of both of those now. We'll never know. That was a good. That was a good bit by, uh, like, in the comedian who he. Yeah, that was one of his big things. I couldn't think of another word though. That's a great supposedly. bit. Supposedly. Supposedly. Oh fuck you. Supposedly. Mm-mm-mm. Nuclear. No, anyone who says that. I wouldn't be hanging out with anyone who says that word just in general principle at all. Which one supposedly? No, nu- nuclear, 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 nuclear. I can't. I know there's a right way and a wrong way. I know how I say it. <laughs> I love how you, you backed off from that one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. It's like if you're going to ask me, it's like, you know what? Go ahead and spell receive. Um, you know what? I'm not going to do that on air. I think I, it's in my contract. I know it's I before E except after we don't do spelling on the show, John. <laughs> That's what my secretary is for. <laughs> Come on, man. A spell check and a secretary. Come on, man. <laughs> See, that's why we got to call these things out, my boy Pete. Because first, you're going for the people on the escalator. Then you're going for the people who drive down the uh, the, the the sideway. Yeah. And then yeah. And then you're going for the people who can't spell. And then they're coming for no, me. I didn't and say... no one said anything. And no one <laughs> said anything. I just said it right now, today, John. It's about eight forty-six p.m. Pacific Standard Time. September 22nd, 2022, the year of our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christo. May she rest in peace. Abed Estonum, you'll be okay. All those good things intended, John. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. I told you so. They're coming for you. I'm glad you didn't mention the one thing that I thought you would. Anyway. No, it's not about that. No, we're so far. Our, 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 it's not about color and place and it's you can't hate on like i don't like the way you look like that's like that's internment camps on the second grade level john the way that we've matured and we've been hurt and we've hated so much i feel like our hate is more pointed and specific to 
individuals instead of just a class of people. It's a better hate. It's a it's a clean hate. It's, it's a, a just. Hate. It's a brighter hate for you and me. Hey, it's a brighter hate. Let's all get together and hate. It's a bright new hating time for us to side. Yes, we do. Woo! So, on that very bright note, uh, like you said, that whole looking at how people look, that's not, that's, that's the second level internment camp. Well, quoting from the digital. Arizona Library, on quote on February nineteenth, nineteen forty-two, during World War II, President Roosevelt issued Executive Order nine zero six six, authorizing the Security of War, Secretary of War, to prescribe specific areas as military zones. Quote, uh, quote in this, from which any or all persons may be excluded. Yeah. March ninth of that year. Roosevelt issued a uh, 9102 providing the removal of persons from the exclusion zones. Yeah. Two days later, Congress passed legislation ratifying and confirming Executive Order 9066 and providing for its enforcement. So as a result, uh, military exclusion orders issued pursuant with that 9066, that's the big one, Approximately 120,000 men, women, and children of Japanese ancestry were evicted from the west coast of the United States and held in relocation camps across the country. Yeah. 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 No, we've done some fucked up shit. We've done some fucked up shit. We tried to do this earlier, like if you looked earlier in our history... We try to do it back on the East Coast as well. But uh, let's not get into all the stupidity and the hate we do. Because that, well, I can go on for hours. It's interesting more that I, I learn about uh, history, not through the history books, uh, but by people who are, are doing massive research on one specific thing. The, um, the hate of especially Chinese Americans in San Francisco, but just Asian Americans across the board. Um, I, I could see because so many of these uh, citizens of, of these American citizens were coming from California. And so I see this kind of as like a correlation of like, well, that's a way, way to get rid of the problem. And of course they pushed it for them as this is for your safety. You must come with us, but this is for your safety. Right. It wasn't a, a thing, but yeah, because it was during the whole, the war with Japan and that we were, because what you said, what was the date on that? When it when they ratified that? When Congress passed it? When they ratified it, it was uh, forty two. Um, two days later, so March eleventh, March eleventh, nineteen forty two. When they when Congress put it into full effect, about a month before is when Roosevelt created it. Nine zero six six. This, the other order helped it out, but this is the big one. Hmm. Okay. Okay, because right around that time, I'm trying to think of my dates. I don't know my war dates that much. Like off hand, so we're in March. Well, December of, of 41 is Pearl Harbor, if that's what you're thinking. Right. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Because no. there was we're still having high tensions. Because I know, I know that was uh, 41. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. 
keep going. I'm thinking well, yeah, too hard and, and, and I'm also looking at this. There's a direct correlation, obviously, with that, because the first people we went to war with was the Germans. But the big executive order that was the aftermath of Pearl Harbor was only against the Japanese Americans. So from 42 to 45, the U.S. government forcibly uh, removed over 46,000 Japanese and Japanese Americans from their homes who arrived in Arizona. So this is just the Arizona crew to wait out the war relocation um, in in war relocation camps located in Gila River and Poston. The Americans respond. Where's Poston? Upstate. Like uh, by flag? Near Payson? Yeah. Payson, Sholo. Okay. But Gila Gila River, that's great. Like, that's a great place. It's horrible. (laughs) Their casino's fantastic. Oh, my God. You come, you win big. They have bowling alleys. It's amazing. The crazy thing is that's so built up right now that I had to just assume it was in the middle of nowhere back in 42 because it would be stupid. It's right off the I-10. Like, it's literally, it's stupid how much that's basically Phoenix now. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a train station or it's a yeah casino, right? Whatever you right, gonna... yeah, yeah. One in the north, one in the in the central. So, um, the response uh, to the camps and the treatment of Japanese Americans varied widely. Some supported uh, the internment as measures of national security. Some rejected it out of fear of having so many of the enemy on Arizona land. And some campaigned on part of the their Japanese American neighbors and friends to end the internment. So, two out of fear, one out of like, they're Americans. What what are we doing? Right. It was a, but it was a, yeah. That was the, that was. Still, it wasn't. Fo- uh, keep going, John. There's no jokes. Yep. There's no. The presence of Japanese Americans in Arizona highlighted the nuanced ideas of race, ethnicity, and what it was to be American during the time of war and transition. So that's the end of that quote, by the way. That was that big quote. Uh, Many physical letters have been digitalized and preserved in the site of azlibrary.gov. So this is the digital Arizona library, azlibrary.gov. Looking at how the events leading up to, during, and after Executive Order 9066 personally affected the lives of those 120,000 citizens, specifically the 46,000 that went to the uh, to Arizona. So they have, fortunately, there is a preservation of this history on a personal level, which I, I do appreciate. Yeah, that is good. That is amazing. But it's like, I wonder who called, is it, a, is it, is it done at the state level? Where is it held? Where is it? Was it a state thing? Was it a federal mandate? Was it was... That's just what a, created interesting it. Thing. It's Arizona yeah. Digital Library, and the website is .gov, so it has to be government affiliated, and not okay. like a, a third party, not for profit or non governmental uh, association. So it is currently being done on the state level. Whether it, that was forced by protest or or you know demand, I, I don't know. But it is a governmental thing that is preserving all this. Okay. Okay. So apparently, because this one is a big one enough because we have it in museums. There's, I know you've been in San Francisco. There's a hole in their museum about the 
um, how Pier 39 was settled. Like the whole, there's like a little museum there, and there's a lot of art galleries and things. And about what the people went through, and who came and settled, and who were, were there, and then came back, and like how their lives were affected, and how their you know everything that it's it, yeah, it's a horrible story, man. I know you're not even done yet, but it's just like mm -hmm. it. And I'm going to get into some personal stuff that's that's not horrible, bad. It's, you know, how people were living and actually living instead of just surviving. Um, right. It's like all we were doing, we were one step above the fucking concentration, the, the concentration camps. Well, yeah. all, we weren't we weren't torturing or shooting anyone. But and we were providing medical care. So there wasn't huge. But, typhoid out. Yeah, right. Right. But but. If, if as long as you don't act up, we won't have to shoot you. Like, what? Like, oh, you it's leave. not a good feeling. Well, I'm going to leave. You can't leave. Yeah. But we're and, treating and, you really well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, come on. It's like being on Hogan's Heroes instead of being like Auschwitz. Come on. Do you want to have dinner with Colonel Klink and Sergeant Schultz? Come on. It's going to be fun. They'll do a whole bit for you. <laughs> Come on. It's a dinner show. I know nothing. Nothing. Ah, uh, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him go. Come on. Come have dinner. Horrible. But it's oh. that, but that's the thing. Step up. Like it's it's no it's no yeah. better. <sighs> so as I go mentioned, uh, 10 of these camps uh, were created mostly scattered across western US and these two in Arizona, the Gila River officially called War Relocation Center, was roughly 30 miles south of Phoenix along the I-10 heading to Tucson. And the uh, uh, post in uh, War Relocation Center was in La Paz County, south of Parker. So that's Okay, Parker. I know where Parker is. Yeah. I dated a girl in college who lived in Parker. My condolences. Well, she was homeschooled, but she was cool. And then... And then she it's not Parker, because her parents so. were crazy it's because there were no schools in Parker right because they don't have education <laughs> there so according to historians <laughs> any, any individual who was at least one sixteenth Japanese one sixteenth Japanese we're the ones who created that whole blood count by the way anyway uh, what had been required uh, to go to one I of the believe camps? it was I believe it was Dracula the boat one sorry go on blood count so the records uh the government records show that more than uh uh 110,000 japanese americans were forced to live in the camps some say that it's uh, up to 120,000 right most uh, two-thirds, two-thirds of the Japanese-Americans sent to the camps were actually 100% U.S. citizens. Dude, uh, of course. Of course. Right. Like, I have, I have friends who get hassled, and they, it is truly a different experience for them if they're Asian or if they're, well, not so much here in Southern California, Asian ones here, but my, my Mexican buddies, like, total different experience. He's like, I don't even speak Spanish. He's like, I'm, 
I'm not even supposed to be brown. My mom's totally white. I don't think she's my real mom. (laughs) 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 What? Dude. What? Anyway, but dude, yeah, that's... uh... (laughs) Sorry, I I know it's bad, but I was like, how do they they go around door to door and do the blood count? Right? Is there squads of U.S. soldiers? Right? John. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm picturing. Go with me on this, right? Okay. The U.S. military, like, he signed the bill. 9066 executive order is in play, goddammit. This is ready to rock. It's March 11th. We are executing this order. We've got to get in the truck. All right, boys, move it out. All right, here we go, privates. Here we go. Private Peacock. Yes, sir. All right, get in the truck, Peacock. Okay. okay. Private Bullseye. Yes? Private Bullseye, get in the goddamn truck. Okie dokie. Private Ginger? No, that's more of a strawberry blonde. Private strawberry blonde. Hi, <laughs> hi. Get in the goddamn truck. All right. All right, gentlemen. Roll the truck. <laughs> We're out. We're checking blood counts. <laughs> How are we going to do that, Sarge? Glad you asked. We have blood counters. Each one of us has our own individual blood count. Oh, oh, oh. I like road trips. Oh, oh, oh. We're going door to door. Door. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> door to door. Two. Two doors. John, I'm just saying, it's a crowded truck at this point. I can't even play the game anymore. Okay, go. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. So they're rounding people up. They're putting them in. It's not funny. Yeah. They didn't have counts with them. All right. So the internees were brought to Arizona from California via trains, as you said, and many of them were completely unaware of where they were heading. Both camps opened in 42 and were open for the three years. So they were like the whole time, which not all camps were that way. Same a professional. This is a little fun thing. This is a little fun thing. You ready for a little fun thing? Actually, you want to do a little shot before we do a little fun thing. This is nice. I, this is kind of- I have this whole poured. I have this whole thing poured. Everyone who's been listening, they heard me. I feel like they heard me before. They all had their shots ready. Probably half of them drank them. They're like, this is sad now. They can't even drink by themselves. We're drinking to <laughs> listen to them. Anyway. Anyway, get your go bags, get them shots ready. John, here's to you. Everybody, thanks for listening. We're going to make it through this together, I promise. Oof. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Thanks for listening. Mm. Oh. I wish I had. Oh. I wish I had peaches. Peaches. Oh. Looks like you're drinking dirty sewer water. Oh, well, it is. 
<laughs> Clears out the system. <laughs> Whew. God damn. How do these get worse and worse? I don't know how that happens. Okay, let's go. I poop five to seven times a day. So semi-professional baseball player Kenichi Zinamura was sent to the camp in uh, in 42 and was so depressed that he didn't open his suitcase for two weeks, according to author Bill Staples, who published the biography on Zinamora's life. He started building a baseball field on the grounds of the camp in December 42 to bring a sense of normalcy to the environment, enlisting the help of other internees and eventually completing the field by March of the following year. The field was an uh, 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 economic endeavor, too, because um, uh, Staples said that Zinamora raised the funds from internees in or, uh, to order bats and baseballs from Fresno, Calif uh, Fresno, California, and charged an admission fee at games in order to maintain the camp pastime. <laughs> Eventually, the movement grew to become a 32-team league with teams even traveling to other internment camps in the U.S. to compete against each other. Oh, God damn it, John. Okay. All right, folks, we're back on track. <laughs> 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 Woo! All right, so I'm, it was very bad. The whole thing is like, it's Hogan's Heroes, but the American version. <laughs> All right. I don't want any funny stuff out there. Okay, no funny stuff from us, boss. Why are you talking like that? You're from America. I know. I know. I thought you'd like it if you bow. Come on, guys. Let's get on the bus and play ball. <laughs> hey, boss. How do we play a whole game when we're sneaking out all the women and children in uniforms? We don't have a full team. Well, Johnny, we're going to have to be just as good as we always are. Internment camp style. What is this? The internment camp with like stir crazy? <laughs> Instead yeah. of a radio rodeo, it's a baseball game. Hundred percent. But it's but it's also like the replacements. It's also like yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm seeing Burt Reynolds somewhere involved because he's very like hey. He's not a. Hey, so a little uh, bit of sound of music at this point. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a hill. Spinning around at some point. Yep. I, I promise <laughs> someone will be dressed in a curtain by the end of the show. I'm pitching to Hulu right now. I have very high hopes. It's, I mean, it's like, hey, you guys want to whitewash the whole internment thing, right? Here's a perfect way to do it before they get ahead of it. Let's get ahead of them. Make it funny. Then they can't complain about it. See, everyone had a good time. Ha, ha, ha. Baseball was played. Sound of music. Grapevine, grapevine, grapevine. <laughs> Fossey, Fossey, Fossey. And we're out. So Staples in the book uh, said that um, baseball at Awful. the camp was, quote, not only a way to lift spirits, but to build bridges and break down barriers. That's Hogan's Heroes talks for they were moving wood burning stoves and tunneling out. You're like, oh, you like French chocolate? Yeah, we have the French chocolate because the French resistance was there to meet them on the other side. We know how it is to be sick, interned. Here, take these fine cheeses, 
these French chocolates. We will see you on the other side of the tunnel. We will bring perfume. You will smell us by our colognes when we come. If we are not wearing colognes, you will smell us by cigarettes. If we do not have cigarettes, God help us all. <laughs> Vive la chocolata. Vive la internment chocolata. <laughs> it makes it better so sweet when you cannot get it outside. So fucked up, John. <laughs> so they decided to make both internment camps within um, a tribal land. And according to records, tribal councils opposed the measure because they did not want to inflict the same injustices Native Americans had faced into Japanese Americans. Wait. I did not, I, I did not realize that they did it on tribal land. I did not know that. I was not aware of that. I feel like, oof, oof, that's a double whammy. That's like a double. Bro, because <sighs> you're fucking two people now. You're fucking these guys. And it's like, these guys don't want to say no to you because they've already said no before. Didn't turn out too great. Like, where, where are we going to draw our line? Know. Right, right, but say no. right, right, but bro, we've all seen Yellowstone. We know how we know how they say no on TV, right? So we all expect that, <laughs> but they realize it's like, no, we will not do it. It's like, all right, no, we're fucking coming, and it's like, okie dokie. They didn't, they didn't fucking last stand it. They're like, god damn it! So they're getting fucked too. Right. These guys are getting fucked at that point. Be like. I try to welcome him to the village. Like you guys were flinging fry bread over at any point, like anything you need. Bing. Welcome to Arizona. Venison. Bing. You like elk? Bing. <laughs> we're just chucking care packages over the fence to him. We Mountain had to line. stop. Times are tough. Right. We had to stop throwing baseball bats. We hit a child once. It was like, Sorry, I hope your team does well this next season. We slightly curved that came back to us. God damn it. Who's throwing the boomerangs? Oh, that'd be me, Buck Squake. Ah, fucking hey, how you going? Fucking I'm Dances here. Dances with Dingoes. I'm here. I'm here to keep fucking all the, the migrants out, right? Can't trust them. What are we throwing, mate? <laughs> All right, well, I'm backing off. Oh, I'll be in the fucking outback. Cheers. Where did this guy come? Where is he going? He's yeah. fucking. Did this is ridiculous, John. He's just doing a walkabout at this point. This is horrible. I'm just trying to throw bats and help them out. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. So obviously the stances of both uh, tribal councils were overruled by the Bureau of Indian Affairs and the Army. After the WRA closed uh, post in, in 1945, the land and infrastructure were turned back over to the Colorado River Indian tribes. So that means they took their land away for that time. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Which is ridiculous. Especially when the whole thing is you gave the land because you took it the first time and then you 
gave it and took it and gave it and took <sighs> this is so a, they said no is, and they're like well we're just going to take the land from you and use it on our side right that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying they give they take they give they take john i can't give no more but uh, but on on you know devil's advocate here hear me out it's like what i do when i come visit your house i kind of like hey i'm gonna take over your house for like two days no no i need you to respect yeah yeah respect baby respect Johnny, I respect you. Can you please stop sitting in the kitchen? Martini time, Johnny. We gotta see when we make martinis, Johnny. Can you please put on pants? Pants don't call for martinis, Johnny boy. Pink, pink, pink. Hey, look, everybody's up. You guys want drinks? I'm only staying for 48 more hours. Unless I miss my flights. <laughs> she gets it. Uh, drink. All right, fair enough. More for me. So the Indian River, uh, uh, Indian, uh, sorry, my, my dyslexia went real bad there. The Gila River Indian community members took what they could from the remnants of the camp after it was closed in 45 but the majority of structures created for the camp were completely unusable, which kind of lets us know how usable they were during that time. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. But they also didn't have taggers back then because that'd be a perfect place to go and just spray paint a bunch of shit in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, that's awesome. true. <laughs> like super awesome. Any witch cults out there? Great place to have little things inside buildings. I'm just saying, chickens can't run too far in closed doors. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got to think outside the coven. That's what I say to all the witch groups. When I do... <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I can't even do it. Oh, I was excited. I was excited. Uh, when I do speaking, so in to covens, when I'm trying to really let them know how to be the better coven they are, I say, listen up, you witches and warlocks. One time and one time only, I'm going to tell you this. There is magic inside all of you. We're just paying $500 a day for me to help you unlock that magic. All right. Now, everybody reach under your chair, and there's a wand under there, and it'll match a color. Find your teammate. I'm going to go have a smoke and a cocktail. I'll be back in 10. Figure out what's happening. That's the magic inside you. Fuck off. Also, pay in cash or make checks out to cash. I don't take <laughs> checks. Fuck off. Bing. <laughs> If we're going to write you a check, we need to know what your name is. Well, my best friends call me Cash. February 19th of this year marked the 80th anniversary of President oh. Franklin Roosevelt's signing of Executive Order 9066. The 19th. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that when 
Arizona became a state in 1914? No, no, it was on Valentine's Day in 1919. Okay, never mind. Uh, an order that paved the way for the United States military uh, police to force more than 120,000 Japanese Americans from their homes to be relocated to other parts of the nation. And so now a history kiosk commem- commemorating the plight of the Gila mm. River War Relocation Center's internees was installed in January of this year at... Of this year, Yomi Park in Chandler, 2022. This year, yeah, yeah. Oh, it didn't take long. Yeah, John. And you said we wouldn't get around to fixing our problems in this country, John. Look who has to eat crow now. Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, they'll never say sorry. We have plaques. Hmm. So. This is in Chandler, a short drive away from where the camp once stood. The park was originally dubbed in Chandler, West Chandler Park, but received the new moniker, Japanese for Hope, Nozomi. I'm probably not saying it correctly, but like I'm sure that's how the Arizonans are saying it. Nozomi Park, Japanese for Hope. After a six to one vote in the Chandler City Council on uh, uh, December. No, oh, I am sorry. I had a, a date incorrect. So uh, this year was definitely the uh, the 80th anniversary, but it said December of 2011. So I'm pretty sure it didn't take that long. So it was probably December uh, um, 1811, uh, January January of 2012. So 10 years ago. So I'm off by 10 years. So it was the 70th anniversary when they did that. 70th anniversary this this year no this is the 80th anniversary this year this is the 80th anniversary this year we had the flacks the it's so hard time flies when you're having internment camps john i've learned when i imprison people falsely it wears on a soul and i just john because i've (laughs) (laughs) I've held you hostage in my heart for many a year now. (laughs) Stupid. Fucking stupid. So you were right. It was not 80 years that it took them to get that plaque. It was only 70 years. A mere 70 years, right? Right. No. No. And that's – and actually because John says it's Nozomi Park. Nozomi? Yeah, N-O-Z-O-M-I, Nozomi. N-O-Z-O-M-I, Nozomi. Yeah, yeah, no, because that's really weird, John. It's so weird because my new band, it's like an 80s synth pop punk. Uh, Our name is uh, Japanese for Hope. Hi. Is our name? Yeah. And we're... Doing our first concert, it's a it's a little county festival in Nazomi Park in Chandler. It's crazy. Wow, so meta, right? It's a play within a play within a Nazomi. So currently, there is uh, only one other Nazomi Park in the world, and it's located in Nagasaki, Japan. Oh God. Where the U.S. dropped 
one of the two bombs that prompted the Japanese surrender, marking the end of World War II. So we, so fuck that. We are not, not fuck that. Like, but I'm saying like, oh, look, we, we put this thing here. It's as bad. Okay. Uh, not fuck that. Like I'm, I'm saying my opinion, my, my thought process. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to react yeah. jokes and these things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh God. John. Yeah, it's crazy. That. And we all know it's bad, right? Things that have happened are bad. Loss of yep. life is bad. Things are bad, 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 right? Yep. But when you equate it where it's like, oh, here's your... In the U.S., there, there's a sister city. There's cities. They have this, yep. like, best city competitions, right? And it's like, here's sister cities, and, like, you win for these levels, and you're like, oh, you're paired up. And now, like... They try to network people. It's a whole weird thing. The yep. only reason I know about that is because when we were in college, I was working for Safford, city of Safford. We were the sister city to Stockton. And I was like, oh, no, we're not. Is it because of me? <laughs> like, we are not. Like, there's per capita murder. Like, we're, mm, that's why I feel so comfortable here. This is weird. I don't know. Farmer Norman and Stockton. I was. I yeah. thought you were going to say Stockholm. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. No, no, far, farmers and gangsters. Yeah, yeah, sisters. It, there, there's more. There's more. Yeah, we have tons of cattle, tons of agriculture, grapes, unbelievable cherries, like all agriculture. A fucking hood that won't quit. <laughs> And the same with Safford. Keeps on giving. <laughs> and same with Safford, bro. We had all the cotton, copper, and cattle you could want for, but also right. we had that strip of goddamn bars where you could get anything you were needing at that moment to go and get what you wanted later on. Right. I got to work a 10-hour shift in the field. I got to go to the bar first and see what I can get, what I can get. <laughs> Sister Cities. High five! The cow! <laughs> Allegedly. Our Walmarts both have uh, uh, rifles. It's fine, right? It's a it's a medium it's a medium place of all the great minds. Hey, is it after eleven? You know what? You want to go hang out in Walmart and see if we see anyone? Yeah, let's do that. You know you can you can open their drinks and drink them as you go through if you still scan them. I did not know that, my boy Pete. I did not know that. That is correct, my boy Pete. We should probably stop calling ourselves my boy Pete as we walk through here. We're trying to walk <laughs> a fine line. Fair enough. The less you know. Yeah. So finally, rubble, dust, and this plaque just off Interstate uh, uh, 10 is all that remains of the site where the military forcibly removed thousands of Japanese Americans during World War II. This site is the Gila River, along with the remains of the post and war relocation center are reminders that Arizona incarcerated more Japanese Americans than any other state in the nation during the war. Dude, uh, you know what? It's good that they stand up for a lot of things. Like we have really good football teams. I like our sunsets. I'm a fan of our succulents and our cacti. 
I like her knolls. Big fan of her, her natural hot springs. It's a great place to visit. Hard to leave. Great dining. <laughs> no, I'm. All of the things I'm saying are true, John. It's they are just, all true. They are 100 percent true, and I'm agreeing with you. I think it's very it's funny. Just, great dining. I'm you, like, if you love Mexican food, because I love Mexican food, it's the best dining in the world. Because I wouldn't we say that much. We're northern Mexico I, for so long. We really got that. Oh, it's so much better than Tex-Mex. Oh, so much better. Oh, 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 so oh no, no, oh, I'm, fresh. You could be. You are the fresh pico de gallo in my life, John. You are just like <laughs> the one who tops the the weird shit I'm saying off. Like I don't like all this fucking bullshit. And like, oh my god, there's pico, there's peacocky, peacockio. <laughs> That sounds bad. That sounds like no. Pico, pico to peacock, pico to peacock, pico to peacock. <laughs> there we go. But that's like Simon and Simon. <laughs> All right, here on the WB after the two-sided pod, you're gonna see pico to peacock. One is a fun-loving salsa who's fun and garlicky, full of vic vibe and vigor. All the chilies you can handle on a case to solve a mystery, accompanied by his sidekick full of ginger zist zam and zooms. The John L. Peacock you've all seen and known for the two sided. So, <laughs> all right. Nope, nothing. <laughs> it's hard to do. Like, I, you're good, man. You're good. Like, I would definitely watch you in a show with a fucking a peacock or a, any any kind of a bird in a mystery show like like a, a two a two-hander bro i would right i would i would watch your shit in a heartbeat sometimes you don't know what's gonna happen yeah pico to peacock no it's it's only me no i'm here for pico no it's that's the name of my and then this is where you get to have your your fucking agency in your character. What agency do you want? Am I in, uh, am I a detective? I don't know. Am I a psychic? I don't know. Am I am I a, a, a cleaners? I'm not sure. Am I a, 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 an investigator? I don't know. John, are you a, a house for wayward children? Are you a beacon for the? Wayward station for the lost and unfortunate souls that drift through the universe as fucking ships that we'll never see because we're not at the same fucking level. And you got a huge grant because you have all that on a sign. I don't know what your vision is, man, but I'm just going to give you options. It could be any one of those or anything else you need. What's your dream in the Pico to Peacock? What do you see your job as? that you are trying to explain away that I'm just, that's the name of my firm. I'm just one man who enjoys a good Pico. And I thought it was clever because I was hammered one night doing a podcast. And then we have all of our guest hosts like me. I'm like, I'm like Bosley. I'm in the fucking other room. Like, all right, here's the deal. My angels. Like, it's just me. Yeah. You and the Pico. It's just the name. I know. I like that spicy bitch too, John. All right, Peacock. <clears throat> You're the only one who responds anymore because she's mad at me for what happened in Rio de Janeiro. 
You spilled salsa on your shirt accidentally. That has nothing to do with the name of my goddamn company. All right, fair enough. If you're going to play that way, Pico, I'll just talk to the Peacock. Peacock, here's what we got going down. Dun, 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 dun. Next Friday. <laughs> Peacock! <laughs> But what would your be fucking name? Like, pitch it. What would your name be? What would, what would your what would your business be? Because you need to. You're going to be the peacock. Oh right, no, I was leaning in because uh, everything you were pitching was so crazy. I was just going to be like a human bird. I was literally no, your just company. Do- your yeah, but your but your company. What was your company? Oh, it's not Pico and Peacock. I thought that was forced upon. No, it. No, no, no. That's the name of it. But what does it do? What do you do? I said, are you a lawyer? Are you a this? Are you, what, what do you do? I like oh, the name I'm, of your company. I'm a detail. I'm a details guy. I don't deal with like the big picture. Ah, fair enough, Peacock. You tell Pico that I'll be, I'll be here every Tuesday and Thursday, every 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. No, there's no bread down there. Don't look for bread down there. Hey, hey, <laughs> look up here. Hey, peacock want a cracker? Peacock want a cracker? You, you know when you stop feeding them, they bite you. It'll happen. Let's get a message. Okay, y'all. So just keep in mind, I don't watch TV. I don't mm. listen to a lot of stuff. I mean, what? I get things through channels, but I mean... <laughs> I don't know how accurate that shit is all the time, but I, I, I feel like <laughs> I've, I've totally missed something in this whole. I love her. I what? love her. She's you so great. Own people? I mean, technically, you can't even own an animal. It's it's a fucking free spirit. I'm just saying. I, I am confused as hell. I. <laughs> I know this is way back there, but like, this is, I completely agree. A hundred percent agree. You can't own someone. You cannot. So if we're having a normal conversation, John, this is a very tough one for me. So we're like, we got through this. I can't just keep going hard in the paint because people think I'm insane. Like, is he really that fucked up? And by the end, I am that fucked up. So I can't defend any of my positions early on. So I need to take the moment, so kind of like, let's all take a breath. Let's all take a breath. No, fuck no. No one can own anyone. Nobody. Oh, hell no. Doesn't matter how you were born, where you were born, how people thought you were born, how you thought you were Doesn't. If you are alive today, if you can, ah, even if you can't, if you have a beep, 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 there's still life there. If you have one of those, you cannot be owned. You are your own fucking entity. Everything that is within you, own you, own you, on you. You make your goddamn choices. You make your bed. You lie in it. No one can purchase you unless you want to sell yourself because that's what we goddamn do for work. We sell ourselves for eight to 10 hours a day. You sell yourself for a three month contract. 
you sell yourself for for a lot of like all right over the shirt maybe a little but nothing on the mouth that's too personal like you pretty women it you know that's the whole thing like whatever you're doing but but this is your this is what you do yeah i just uh, that's the difference that's the difference john Arizona internment camps. Super hot. It's a good goddamn time. Let's do that. God damn it. All right, here's the deal. I'm going to gather all you motherfuckers up. I'm going to take you by train. And I'm not sure how the train systems work these days, so it may take a hot minute. But I promise you this. I'll figure it out. I'm going to hustle all you motherfuckers up. We're going to Angela Kerr's house because if you saw the sandwiches she made for Seabird and how she took care of her, like that is a, that is a, a camp that we need to be at. So we will all in turn at her house until we have recouped, regenerated, rejuvenated and had those sandwiches. Those sandwiches look delicious. Let's do that. Trains. We make a new party called the fucking goddamn Americans. We have we represent the fucking American party. Let's switch some shit up oh a little God, bit. Oh my God, Desert Fox, you may be onto something. America, fuck yeah! Cleaning up the streets and fucking all the chicks, yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. I like the things, but I fucking hate the time now. I'm a, I'm a big fan. No, Team America, bro. I'm a hundred percent. But it's, I know, I like this is is this our first is this our first fight? Like, brother, I I love you. Just first off, before we even go anywhere, I love you. Desert Fox, look at me. I know you can't. I know you can't go live right now. But I need you to fucking dim the lights, put on some candles, put on some Barry White, man. Listen, I love you. Here's here's what I need from you, right? I just need you to accept me for the my boy Pete I am. All the crazy ideas, all them crazy shits, all the things that John is. All the things that John brings to the table. I believe in us, but I don't believe in us. None of us are as dumb as all of us. I believe in, like, I believe in the Super Friends Network. I believe in the Hall of Justice. I would almost believe more in the Legion of Doom. <laughs> it's, a, it's a group of people who have a like-minded... And are not afraid to address that agenda. Anyone who does fucking weird shadowy shit, like, not nah, that's why the two sided is two sides. John, light of day, my boy Pete, also light of day. You can't see who's lying or who's lying. Maybe we both are. Maybe we're both not. Nobody knows, and that's the beauty. You didn't just say you'd watch any show with 
John L. Peacock and a bird, because I just immediately yep. picture John L. Peacock and Big Bird <laughs> trying to solve a fucking mystery, and that's, that's, yeah, that's all I got. Man. I don't know. No, how? Hey, Mister. No, I can't. That's he. I don't know. Because I feel like Ernie. He, he, I haven't watched Sesame Street in a long time. Nope. He, do you like, hey, look at me, I am Big Bird. Look at this. Hey, look here. I am the Big Bird. Here is the John L. Peacock. Listen to him. He's a peacock. I am a bird. Kaka, tell them you are a bird too. Listen, we are both birds. Tell them. Show them your chain. And for the record, real quick, uh, my bad, Pete, completely missed the Indian giver joke. I know. In the middle of that whole contractual land stuff uh, I know. with the internment camp. Who was yeah. the. And that uh, one was said good on my call. I said it to myself I and started laughing. I know. Just saying. I know. I know. No, it came across my mind, but it was. Uh, no, you're right. You're 100% right. No, you're uh, bro. You're 100% right. And I was like, but I was like Indian giver. And then I'm like, am I going to go into the Braves joke? And then I'm like, what slippery slope am I going down? Because that's a racist term. Like, and I think it's hilarious because I use it all the time. <laughs> but I was like, I'm pretty much on a high horse right now. And I'm pretty, pretty sure I'm going to come out Scott. On the end of this show, I haven't clean. I haven't said nothing bad about internment camps or nothing. <laughs> nothing about how we're going to go round them up, boys. Oh, oh, oh! None of that. <laughs> Introducing a whole lot of cadets that never did anything <laughs> or privates. Sorry, privates. Yeah. Hello, John. They were all sworn in, but we don't need them. That's what war is like. It's hell, John. <laughs> Every every private goes in the battle with their expendable. Yeah, that's why we don't meet them because they go face down. You got to step over them in the face of war. It's just me and my goddamn count right now. It's just me and my goddamn count. Oh oh oh! Two two of your squadrons have died. I don't even. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. See, John, and that, good call. That is going to lead us into our next shot. Lightning round. Shot. <laughs> Hold on. See that shot? Oh, you didn't even, you weren't even ready. You were holding up an empty glass. No, I, li- no, I literally did a, no, but sh- okay. And then you have to do the whole thing again. Like, hold on. Because this is going to be, yeah, it's not ready. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Okay, and then, okay, go. Let's do a shot. Here you go. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers to everyone listening. If you're still hanging on, we thank you. God God bless you. Crap. Mm. The way I see it, Shooter, we've only just begun. What do we got next here? That's going to lead us into our next lightning round. Oh, lightning round, lightning round. Everybody likes to go to town. Two-sided pod, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Sometimes they don't start on time. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, I don't even like these new guys. Have it's you, ridiculous. Have you ever thought of appealing that scab? Because that's not a good one. Like, I've had some good well, scabs, but that's not... That's actively a crackhead thing to say. I'm not saying you're a crackhead. I'm saying your comments are crack-ish. Well, I'm also Jew-ish, so... <laughs> you're also... About to start the best lightning round you've ever started. <laughs> and I know this is one of your favorites and mine. This uh, lightning round is mover, uh, movie summaries and reviews. That's right. Oh! Movie summaries and reviews. This is one of Pete's Not... favorites. Yes. This is actively where I get to flex on some motherfuckers. People don't understand what I do with my day-to-day -day life. Like, you don't understand. I, I, I spend a lot of time not with people in my own little world. Like, I mean, yeah. And then when I get home and I'm alone when not with people. Church. I like, <laughs> I like to just watch things and tune out and go to different worlds and go, like, let me – listen to music hardcore for like, Oh, I need to, I need to walk around and shake all this fucking evil off me. And so I'll walk around for an hour, listen to great music and like podcasts. I'm like, all right, that's how I got that shit in there. Finish the podcast after the goddamn horrible day. I had perfect, perfect, perfect. Get home. It's like, all right, what are we watching? And literally watch all of the shows. You can all of the movies. You can all of the, all you can. I promise you I've seen every movie that John will name because he'll think it's funny in a title, in a concept. I was like, dude, you don't watch movies. That's 101. <laughs> I told you about that in 97. I didn't know you back then, but I'm pretty sure that I left a note in a mailbox house by a lake. Did you get that <laughs> note? <laughs> Uh, so uh, he is boasting himself, but anybody who's anybody who's ever heard any of the movie summaries and reviews uh, lightning rounds before knows that he's 100% correct right now. So what this is, Woo! it's one of the more interactive lightning rounds. That oh, we have. God damn. There are, there are going to be four movies. This lightning round uh, movie summaries and reviews is uh, looking at movies from the mid 80s to the mid 90s, which is yeah. Pete's wheelhouse. Just remember that. I have not consulted with Pete before any uh, for any of these. I have taken them uh, mostly because they are interesting movie titles, and See? I will I will ask I will give the title and the year to my boy Pete, and he will summarize the movie and give it a review. It is your task after that to give uh, a, a message to say whether you believe that he has actually seen this movie before or if he's just making it up on the spot. So when he, John says your task, he's looking in the audience. He's not looking at me like he does. He's looking to the souls of your hearts like a ginger does. John, make that weird <laughs> eye contact. Show him your eyes. Show him your baby fucking blues. Look at that shit. Oh, no, get closer. Not that close. Goddamn, back up. Look at that. You like that? Show me scared. No, show me scared. Uh, okay, now show me happy. No, now show me like satisfied. Not emotionally satisfied, like like hunger, like stomach satisfied. 
not there. No, don't. No noise. No hands. No hands. No hands. All right. No hands. No hands. <laughs> show me carefree. Show me. Show me bigger carefree. Not musical, not musical. Bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. There, happy, sm there. That's what we need. I'm right, and that is satisfaction. Click and done. Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks. We'll be calling your agent. We'll let you know. You're lucky I didn't make you take your shirt off because that's it would have happened around my uh, headset yeah. and everything. It it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's going to be fine. I know you're wearing a Spanx. We all are. Right. A beard like this doesn't come out by itself. You have to squeeze everything out from the bottom to push it out the top. <laughs> it's like Flato. So one last. Uh, it's So I'm going to give him a title of an actual movie. He is going to give a review, uh, a summary and a review. And yep. you, you, the listener. And you're. Who is listening live? Those who are listening live, those aren't listening live. Hey, this is the fun you can be having if you come listen live on the stereo. Uh, those listening live are going to chime in to say whether they believe he is lying or he is telling the truth. And yep. uh, so far, Pete has beaten the audience every single yep. time. You came, yep. the, the, you came close the last time. Very close. Came close. Super close. But he still beat you. Right, super close. And the thing is, we're once we get the website up, because we do now have domains, we're gonna have live things. We're I'm one step away from getting a goddamn stupid widget we can do on uh, on Android. We can't yeah. do it on Apple because that costs money. I'm not trying to put pay money, but I can do a stupid thing where it's the voting of the two sided, where we it's like live yes or no votes if you download the two sided app. It's just yes or yeah. no, like easy, like. Hey, do you want do you want another dingo joke or not? Even though Pete promised Mr. V three episodes ago he'd never do one again because it's not classy <laughs> and it's an easy fucking fodder. I was like, yeah, I was like fuck yeah, cause that's America. Let's fuck with them. <laughs> anyway, so John's gonna give me the year and the name of the movie. You're gonna give me the year, right? Yep, because yep. that'll help me. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. I'm fucking ready. You guys, are you ready? Woo! Let's do it. The first movie is from a straight up 1990, and this is called Demon Wind. Demon Wind. Oh, shit. Okay, 1990. So you want you the summary, and then I'll give yeah, you a synopsis. Yeah, we haven't done this in a while, so, so just, uh, yeah. Synopsis and my review. review. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. The whole Demon Wind, 1990. It was really interesting because the time when just after, because it was 1987 when uh, um, Maximum Overdrive came out and it started to have the weird ideas of, of hauntings that could happen. And it was um, that, so it was a horror movie that, that needs to happen. So Demon Wind is is actually there is a uh, a virus that is put into a vat of beans because it's 1990 it's the whole late 80s comedy that they have a chili cook-off and a chili or a, not a chili cook-off there is a chili cook-off in the whole thing but it's a chili eating contest 
And so all the tent is full and they eat all this chili, but everyone then gets gas, but it's, it's a demon wind. What's that? Oh, demon wind. And it's because people have gas and it's a whole fart movie. And it was really, really off-putting, like aggressively off-putting. Yeah. So if you believe that my boy Pete is telling the truth, you uh, chime in to one one zero two six. And if you believe that my boy Pete is lying, one one two zero seven. All right. Our next title is "The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension." In 1984, this is 1984. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Yeah. Okay. How? If you don't know the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. It's where, like, the space lord, the same idea, a space man, goes as he's a, he's a space pirate, a, a hero, a, a, a conqueror, a, a same thing, in ice pirates. That he goes across and he meets uh, Lord Zorg, and he has to fight him, and and all of this shit goes down. Like, it's it's basically a conglomeration of... And everyone says, here's the deal. And this is truth. True bomb. I'm going to give you what I know. I've watched it three times because it's one of those things like, like, okay, watched it. Like, yeah, watch the second time. Yeah. You're like, no, no, you got to watch it a few times because that's my line. You've got to watch it like four times to really get it. I'm like, let's do it again. Do it again. Do it again, like not in a day. Like I'm not fucking in fucking an internment camp, John, not Arizona. Too soon, too soon. Anyway, meow. There's gonna be a plaque for me somewhere, <laughs> probably along the I-10. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're gonna be right. That's where it's gonna happen, either in your <laughs> your state or my state. <laughs> hey baby florida yeah. right hey baby <laughs> i do my i do my fucking winters in florida what are you talking about baby <laughs> okay fly me to florida where the two-sided pot is on every tuesday and thursday hey don't be afraid to eat them citruses hey thank you very much now I know you've you've gotten off track, but remember it's the, the these uh, Buckaroo Bonsai adventures that you've been talking about. Cross that eighth dimension. Okay. All right, fair enough, John. Thanks for thanks for pulling it back, John. Because if we didn't have John, what would we have, folks? This is going to be an altar call, <laughs> John. I'm trying to take you <laughs> off. If I can kill off. Here's the deal, folks. If if you like what John has done with this show, if you appreciate what he's done. What I need from you, this is your time to stand up from the views. I know we've been kneeling a lot during this show, but Lord only knows those knees are raw. Stand up. Come on down. We're doing an altar call. What I need from you is to subscribe to that YouTube channel, the Two-Sided Podcast on YouTube. And that's where we're live now. If you're listening to us, if you hit that, that link above, you can see our faces. And Lord only knows... It's appropriate now. You'll see the terror in her eyes. You'll see the queen is dead. Long live the queen. This is how we feel. John, John, stick with me, buddy. 
right. You're my buddy. You're my co-pilot. All right, folks, if you can do that for us, then all, all will be well in the world. If you don't, Sean's going to be kicked out of his hovel. <laughs> they said, you get, you get the scene. <laughs> I don't want to name names, John, because we don't have the rights to talk about books. But there's a little story that we I don't have the like... right. We don't have the right to talk about books, let no. alone the rights. Either, <laughs> either or. But I I've learned from our Guns and Roses episode, and it cost us dearly. Like all of our Patreon money was gone that week. It was ridiculous. There's a little book that I like to reference. It's about some rabbits and these rabbits and they do their best and they try their best, but it turns out society is encroaching and it's not going to stop as much as you want to hang on. You're going to have to find a new hutch. And when you run, you flee, you scurry. Oh, John, that is when things get weird. So what I'm pitching to Hulu is that the two-sided pod were both rabbits, right? And I'm not going to name the names because they're like, we can't pay royalties. I'm like, what royalties do you mean? Like, no, we're rabbits, right? But we're not. But the faces, you guys have technology. I've seen it. He's a ginger. You can do it. It's like a rabbit anyway. Come on, work with me. More like a bunny. <laughs> He's going to die first. Believe you me, if he goes with that bunny thing. <laughs> Look at his little legs. Look at him. Look at those little legs. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, th this one I'm going to say, hey, if you believe uh, my boy Pete is talking about uh, allegedly the Velveteen Rabbit uh, hit one zero 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 two, and if you believe he's talking about Peter Rabbit one zero 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 three, that's right. That's uh, what you're calling right. in about. God damn it. We went down a hard road. So Buckaroo Banzai was the name of the movie. And it was yeah. very awful. And it was it, it was a great campy movie about space fighting and different levels. And like they had the crew of the thing of the like everyone liked it. I, I watched it three times, didn't like it, did not like it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Can we watch well, I know like... it was a I know he's a smaller role, but uh the the one uh stage and, and TV actor who later portrayed uh an alien in that famous sitcom, like you gotta you know at least respect it for his performance because he's always great. No, I hundred percent hundred percent if you're looking for if there's a rock from any sort of sun, I completely understand. Yes. However, John. I'm letting you know it's not a great movie. Like there's a lot of great actors in a lot of shit movies and like, oh, yeah. watch this watch this shit movie for this one role. Like how did you how did you get out of that? How did you, I had one bad relationship and I can't seem to get into another good one. You have been shit roll shit roll shit roll shit no, sorry, shit movie shit movie. John, okay, wait, let me start over. Three, two, one, back up. How have you done it, John? I did. 
here's the deal. You, you have a shit character, shit character, shit character. Nope. Nope. Three, two, one. Hey, how do you do it? You're an amazing actor, but you're in a shit movie, shit movie, shit movie. It's the same thing as me. I'm a great boyfriend in a shit relationship, shit relationship, shit relationship. <laughs> I haven't been able to bounce back. How have you now made your nut in Hollywood being from a rock from a son? <laughs> I realized what the common denominator was. There you go. See? <laughs> Giddy up. So if you believe that the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension was actually watched by my boy Pete and he was telling the truth about how he feels about it too. And and you actually do not like it, which makes sense. It's not the greatest movie. Uh, or if he's lying, call in now. All right, next one. This one, if you have ever heard about it, I know you've seen it multiple times, but it also could have never gotten on your radar. This is a 1989 movie, Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. The title alone, but Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Okay. <clears throat> so, I was not able to watch the whole thing because at those years, I, I had, we were, there was no streaming services. It was all VHS. It was like how you got movies and how like do you have time to find a vcr to have the time to watch a movie quietly and like if someone comes home like stop eject uh, uh, out put it down uh shit uh under the couch it was not good you could not watch vhs anything you wanted to those may be risque. Right. So the cannibal women in the avocado, uh, it was, uh, so we always called them camel cannibal avocado women. Cause we watched part of it. Right. Was, but, um, we got into, cause we had the two VHS and we watched first surf Nazis must die. So like, Oh my God. This is amazing, awful, and amazing. And then it's like, this is going to be just as good. And like, I don't even like vegetables. Like, and I know this is empowering, <laughs> but like, you haven't even put the whole fucking Princess Diana thing out there. So, what it is, is the cannibal. Uh, Cannibal Avocado Women. So say it again, because that's how I... Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Right. So everyone goes because it's beautiful and hearty, and this is where you come and, oh, my God, you're, you're stranded out, and you find these beautiful avocado fields. And so you come out, and you start eating avocados, and this is where the women come because they don't like avocados because, like, these aren't even good. They're not hoss. These are not Haas avocados. I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> I'm from Southern California. <laughs> baby. Hey, baby. I only fuck with Haas avocados. Two, three, four. Anytime that avocados come, I tell the cannibal women they are done. 
Okay, ladies, here they come. Cannibal women. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> hey, baby. Keep going. So, so they would lure people in who were starving because it was the whole drought in 89 and it was in yeah. in the Amazon in South America where people were like, oh. And it was very specific of that. And like they lure them in and eat them mm-hmm. until a couple comes in and he like, the well, it's a couple, but there's a group of people and those people all get eaten and they get away and they end up rescuing two others. And I didn't see the end of it. I'm guessing they fucked the, the cannibal women up. I'm guessing I just saw the way it was going, but I was like, we could do surf novies again before your mom gets home or finish this movie and then like smoke weed outside and pretend we're sober when they get home. So. So I know that you only watched like about a half to two thirds of it. Um, Not good. How would you, how would you rate it? Uh, yeah. I would rate it a scale of one to five, two sided. I would give it a, a two two sided. <laughs> so two, that's two, a that's pretty yeah, bad. That, no, it's a four out of five. Uh, it's a four out of ten. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good. So who thinks my boy Pete is actually seeing Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death, and who believes he is not all of it? Anal. Not all of it. Most of it. Right. Yeah, but but honestly, guys, go watch Surf Nazis Must Die. It's fucking awesome. Hilarious, stupid. Great. <laughs> Finally, this uh, uh, out of reality movie in 93 is called The Positively True Adventures of the Alleged Texas Cheerleader Murdering Mom. This true-to-movie plot called the positively true adventures of the alleged Texas cheerleader murdering mom. I can't believe you found this one you, and you did not watch it. Like I know, cause I know you looked these up and you don't watch them, right? No, I, I look up the plots, um, but I do not, I, I did not watch these four movies now. So this one, I stopped watching on principle. Like it was too campy. It was too, because it was like super bomb, super thick. It was like almost um, not as good as um, Santa Clarita diet. Where it's like, oh, here's the horrible shit that's happening. Like, I'm going to do anything. Like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the cheerleaders who are in my daughter's way. I'm going to stop. And so she's a super good mom. And all the cheerleaders come over. But she sees what they do to her daughter. And she sees like, oh, you're at this level. So if she, oh, you're a flyer. Well, there's only two flyers. Well, why do you get picked? Well, you have to do that too then. Okay. Let's have a bake-off. Cool. Let's do that. Super, it's like a, 
uh, April, uh, not April Fools. Yeah, April Fools, like the the murder, like anything that like mommy, daddy, the weird eighties. Even though this was ninety three, like the late eighties, early nineties of like the super slasher shit that was almost funny but not really funny. Yeah. Okie dokie, artichokey. It wasn't fucking Jason, but it wasn't Remington Steel. <laughs> it wasn't even Steel Magnolias. No, no. Guess Dean Darley Parton, I don't give a shit. It's Dollywood, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and finally. Right, so I'm, I'm going to say mm, I'm, I'm not a big fan. It was okay, but not a big fan. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, if you believe that My Boy Pete is uh, telling the truth about uh, the summary and his review of the positively true adventures of the alleged Texas cheerleader murdering mom, uh, chime in now. And if you think he's uh, he's uh, complete BS, also chime in now. And because we actually have, for the first time ever, first time ever, My Boy Pete, with plenty of people listening, no people chiming in whatsoever. I'm going to give one last chance. If you believe that my boy Pete has seen any of these movies, let us know. It's just one. And if you believe that he has not seen any of these four movies that we have talked about, and I'll go through them one more time, then, then chime in that as well. So this is the new question. Oh, Josh, that, that's an alert. I've never had an alert. <laughs> Should we play that message? Let's play it. Hey guys. Uh long time caller. First time listener. Uh my buttons don't work a lot. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are lying about everything. But I'm pretty sure there's a lot of truth in it. So uh I like what you're doing. I appreciate your spirits and um, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Howard's from experience, Howard's from experience. Hey, get him out of here. Oh, 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 stop it. Uh, Every time, Every time. I thought he was the guy, but he didn't say his name. Every time. We got a couple more messages. I thought we had to wait till the end. Sorry, I know. I would have chimed I in earlier. I'll give you my too. first four real quick. Um, didn't see the first one. Saw the next two. The fourth one with the cheerleaders, just because of the point that he brought up flyers, kind of makes me think you saw that one. So I'm going to say false, right. true, 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 and on to the fifth. Sorry, I thought we were waiting till the end. Yeah. John, if you have a fifth, because John's like, I'm with you. So we have, so we have false, true, true, true. Like, okay. So we have F T T T T from Jane Anya. All right. So if you have oh, a fifth damn. one, I thought you guys were doing your like dorky boy thing. I'm sorry. No. Um. Yeah, he definitely didn't know any of those movies. I saw right through them. It was cute though. Listen to her. Listen to her. She 
listen to her. She's listening to music in the background. Said you're doing a cute boy thing, not listening to us, and still is like, nah, y'all lying. Y'all lying pieces of shit. And I feel like that is what every relationship I've been in is built on. And I love it. And that's why I'm, I miss companionship, man. It's like, nah, man, you fucking lying. It's like, yeah, but you got good taste in music. Yeah, you do too. All right. All right. All right. If nothing else, let's have cocktails on a porch. God damn it. In 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 a rocking chair, or like yeah. a, or like one of those porch uh, swings, you know, the old porch swings. Yeah, or maybe like a a bubble, like a hazmat suit, like maybe an iron lung. <laughs> if things if things go according to plan and my health goes according to as it is, oh, that's a lie. He, he don't write no more. He has health problems. Yeah. <laughs> He only goes. He only goes to Comic Con and to the therapy sessions. <laughs> so there's a couple more uh, moments uh, for people to give the answers because uh, apparently I did not explain it well enough. I thought it was good this time. I thought it no. was good. I explained it more this time than I did before. But right, I over-explained it. No, you you did good, but you the thing is, you got to understand highs and lows of shows, right? Like, what was I saying before and how much had people tuned out from me fucking turning on? <laughs> right? And then you come in hot like, all right, folks, here's the deal. And the first 10 seconds of instructions are already lost. Go on. So, right. Right. So that's why I, when you're like, why do you keep saying the two-sided pod at gmail.com? Like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. It's like, because people tune out everything. Like, I know I make them tune out more, but eventually you're going to hear it's like it's the dense beard of justice. Eight six six five zero nine. Don't be caught behind the line. Two sided, and I'm not sure we're gonna get a phone number too. Or if you call now, we'll give you an Arby's gift certificate and ten dollars according to your bail hearing. <laughs> and we'll give a couple more seconds because I'm gonna say there's more two sided out there. We are currently recording each episode of the Two-Sided Podcast live on the Stereo app every Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, which is also live streamed on our YouTube channel, Two-Sided Podcast. We're on Patreon, Instagram, yep. and Twitter, yep. Yep. all at Two-Sided Pod, T-W-O, Sided Pod. We also have a Gmail for anyone who wants to suggest a topic or to come on to our Tuesday open chat stereo show. We do. Two-SidedPod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O, pod at gmail.com. And, and I heard Twinner instead of Twitter. So it's like, and twins. Like, yeah, we also <laughs> drink Coors Light 1990s commercials. <laughs> and finally, Awful. our podcast has gone viral. You can listen yeah. to Two-Sided on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love if you follow and rate us there. And you know, while you're rating us, you might as well give us five stars. It doesn't hurt you. It only helps us. And you can subscribe and hit that Don't alert on our Don't YouTube. Do we no, do that. Kindly. No, definitely do that. Do the YouTube subscribe alert, but don't do the five stars. Like, I would, I would say, like, make this, like, a very specific, like, Academy Award. Like, I'd liked your concept today but i'm unsure of your delivery like <laughs> let us have something to work for wait can they change it show to show or is it over the entire show can they change it all the time john 
Then they go from week to week and change it. Yeah. I want to work for it. Oh, yeah. Then fucking work for it. Then, folks, subscribe, like, do all the things on YouTube. Hit the alert. Don't be afraid. Tell your friends, fan, tell your family, tell your plural officer. But let us work for those stars. Like, you know what? Here's the deal. As long as you give stars, we will see the stars. And be like, you know what? Here's the deal we were working on. Like, two stars. Why? You know what? You didn't finish the joke. Indian giver, easy fucking putt-putt golf. Like, <laughs> fair enough. All right, here's the deal. John, and as we're in the green room stretching out before the show, it's like, uh, I've been doing a lot of creatine, John. I've been doing a lot. He's like, really? He's like, what? I do a lot of creatine. It's like, I got these new earbuds. I don't talk to the help before shows. I'm in the zone. Anyway, if we get enough money on the Patreon, we're going to get separate dressing rooms, and it's going to be great before the show. Super great. <laughs> it only helps us. <laughs> it only helps us. Actively helps us. <laughs> so, because, uh, all right. We are finishing the votes in yep. five, four. I'll tell you, you're... three, two. Yeah, we're done. Okay, so we got uh, one person all all no, no views. One person one no view and three yes views. My yep. boy Pete, if you've seen one of these movies, you will win. If you've seen none of them because of the uh, the the votes, you will not win. Yep. Have you seen any of these movies, my boy Pete? Yes, I have. Can I take a guess? Yes, you can. Was it the last movie? The uh, the the uh, ex- ex- uh, chainsaw murdering blah 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 blah. I did see that one. I thought you did. Yep. You had a couple of things because it was based on a true story. I was like, oh, shoot. He's, he, he can't rip off yep. that. Like, yep. <laughs> And I did see, and I did see Buckaroo Bonsai, but the original, I didn't see the other one, but I knew who Buckaroo Bonsai was and what he's done. It's like, yeah, like I was a big fan of the first few, like, eh, I'm not going to watch the others, <laughs> uh, but I have. So this was a true story of the late 80s, and you even mentioned that. That's another reason why I'm like, oh, okay, I get this. Uh, Wanda Holloway, who was trying to get all of the, the rivals of her daughter in their cheerleader high school, or in, in cheerleading in their high school, murdered by people. Like, she asked her brother-in-law, she asked a couple other people, and no one would believe that she's actually trying to murder these people. All right. No, it was crazy. It was the first pitch when they did Wicked on Broadway. It was like, do you want to do this? Like, you know what? Maybe you should stick with the weird Oz thing, like the Wicked Witch of the West, like the feet curling. It's like, no, but here's the deal, y'all. My daughter's a flyer, right? And she's just getting these, these fucking demons holding her back, right? They're like flying little monkeys. All we need to do is shut them down, clip their wings, okay? I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden <laughs> ticket. That ain't it. That ain't it. We're not doing Willy Wonka. We're all Oz here. We're all Oz here. Up until the end, I thought because no one was chiming in, I was gonna do the um, do, do, do. Had he watched any of them or none of them? 
And I was like, oh, man, I think I got him this time. I think I got him. And even when there was that split vote where it was uh, enough for, but not all of them for, and enough against, it was like, if he's watched one, he gets it. Yeah. That was one. That was the one. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying, John, you're like, it it makes me a better person in my downtime. Like, you know what? I'm going to watch some movies from. 1986 till 1993 and I don't care what the fuck they are. I'm just going to watch them. <laughs> like, cause literally bro, literally what is 90 minutes to you? Right. Like, all right. Like, ah, all right. I'm going to make 90 portions of uncle Ben's minute rice. Perfect. <laughs> I have a, a potluck to go to tonight anyway. And I'll just do that every 90 minutes. <laughs> Perfect. The San Francisco tree. Sure. No, that shit takes 15, and you got to do it again uncovered for 10. John, I know my rices. So I win too. Yes? Send me my Arby's yep. coupon. God damn it. Oh, you're getting Arby's. We got the meats. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> now, technically, it's all the audience versus the one, so... Since you won again, they get nothing. Right. No, but the thing is, like, you, that was not very clear. I know that I realized I dominated everyone all the time. So I just naturally assumed, like, that's, that sounded like he was pretty much, he got the one I was right on, and he was wrong on the rest on, except for the, he was right on the first, because I was like, he didn't, I didn't see the first, and I didn't, and he was right that I saw the last. Right, yeah. And kind of saw the second. Kind of. Right, so at the same time, it was kind of like two and a half points. And I don't know how the judging works. Well, Here's the deal. Moan was actually like, more correct because she was three right and one wrong. But it's a right, combined. No, right, no, combined. Here's the deal. It's like we're, I'm kind of the new, the Ken Jennings in Jeopardy. We're just trying to figure out the rules. We're just trying to fucking find our way in the darkness. I am but a lonely Jeopardy host. Don't make me hear me and Valark. Like, Listen, fellas, uh, I'll tell you right now. It's it's not a big deal if you send me an Arby's coupon. But I am coming over to Pete's house and eating uh, roughly yes. 100 bucks worth of fucking minute rice. Yes! Bro... I just ordered a second microwave from Amazon so we can have two dueling microwaves. I made sure that the fucking circuits were on different sides of the power grid in the house so we could both like ding, 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 beep, beep, beep. It's like, oh, really? Ding, 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 beep, beep, beep. Bing, 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 beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. And then you can picture it in your head about how we both like dance and like are pulling out rice as they're just beeping like bing 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 and we're just like hoe down in the front and then we have a big fuck off pot of rice afterwards like who made the beans and they're like slowly turning each other like bing 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 it's like pouring beans in the cans like bing 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 anyway it's just a thought hear me out it's weird. It's weird that it's called a circuit breaker. I've never understood that. Anyway, we're going to talk about the Grand Canyon.
Oh, good. The fun stuff. Let's talk about first. We talked about internment caps. Now we're talking about big holes in the ground, John. Holes yeah. in reality and holes in the ground. You, sir, are making holes in my soul, holes in my life, my psyche, and my will to live. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I am presented with choices, options, and I choose this. And this says something about me. <laughs> Sorry, that was all therapist talk. I was waiting for Dre the therapist to get here so I could have a real fucking one-on-one. But anyway, let's go ahead. I'm ready. Let's do it. So in lieu of him, let's now look at the big hole in northern Arizona, the international sensation called the Grand Canyon. Anybody who went to uh, NAU, 96 to 98, different opinion of what is known as the Grand Canyon is. So the Grand Canyon is, uh, well, uh, it depends on uh, how, how big it is. It depends on how you look at it. The park includes over a million acres of land or uh, 493,000 hectare, uh, hectares, to be oh, exact. I named my first two kids Hector, and I drowned them because I was like, that's a horrible name. I'm going to do better <laughs> if I have two more. Good. But most people measure the canyon in river miles along the course of the Colorado River at the bottom of the canyon. And so by that standard, the Grand Canyon is 277 miles or 444 kilometers long for our Australian and international friends. It begins... 440, hold on, 444 kilometers long, the Grand Canyon, how many miles? Because I don't know the kilometers. I don't 277. Go... 277 oh, miles to 446 kilometers, yeah. Oh my goodness. John, would you rather go 27, 277 miles or 444 kilometers like i like alliteration but i don't like those big numbers i'll stick with the miles thank you very much <laughs> international <laughs> gaps have been bridged so this begins at lee's ferry mile zero and ends at the grand canyon grand wash cliffs which is the last mile the 277 or 446 kilometers the colorado river is longer of course, uh, 1,450 miles long uh, from the Rocky Mountains of Colorado to the Gulf of California in Mexico. That's the Colorado River? Yeah, that's how long that guy 14, is. 1,450 miles. Do you have the kilometers on that? Three, because uh, that'd be... two, 2,333. 2,000. How come? Okay, here's the deal. This is why British people are better than us, right? Because they're proper in all their ways. Even when they're fucking slumming it, they're still like proper, right? Right. We're like, all right, we get it. It's like 277 miles. Like, now nah, it's 444 kilometers. Like, fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> what about the Colorado River? Like about, about 14, 450 miles. Or their least least very to Grand Wash Cliff. No, that's two thousand three hundred and thirty-three kilometers. Don't be a drungo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to colonize. 
See, John, how I made a reference to Australia, but didn't see how I did that? That's yeah, Mr. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So Offending the all over Canyon the board. Is only one of many beautiful canyons which uh, a river has carved out. Others include uh, uh, Cataract Canyon or Glen Canyon, which is now <laughs> yeah. below the waters of Lake Powell. Uh, right. Cataract Canyon, I couldn't see too much because my eyes were a little foggy. And Glen Canyon, <laughs> I was over at Glen Close's house, but it was way too close to see down. So I was like, I don't even know what the canyon looks like. <laughs> Let's have more wine. So at the South Rim uh, uh, near Grand Canyon Village, it is a vertical mile from the top to the bottom, about 5,000 feet uh, uh, from rim to river, as they say. Um, it's seven miles if you're walking because of the switchbacks. It's the deepest, um, at its deepest, it's uh, 6,000 vertical feet. So well over a mile. Yeah, yeah, but there's not like, is there base jumping there? Because it's, it's, it is bad, like, but you can jump on a thing, but there's, you can't like, I'm going to jump and vertically do this for a mile. Like there's like, oh, you're going to hit a wall. Well, big, as canyons slowly go out slightly, yeah, from the point to its river bottom to the point that it's top, they slowly go out because of how it was carved by a river. It would right, make right, sense. But it could be... There's not many places that you could just jump off uh, with right. a bungee cord and think that you're going to be fine. No, but it's crazy because right now we sell donkey tours down that, right? That fuck yes, up the whole trail. So why don't we get some, some drillers, some excavators, cut off that whole side of the mountain. Let's start, turn that into a base jumping thing. Like, let's really pop this, this canyon off, baby. <laughs> John? Now, we're talking about, like, between 5,000 and 6,000 vertical feet. You don't need yeah. that much to do some base jumping. You just oh. need a little bit so they can easily do that. They can find an area where the canyon actually goes down vertically enough. I'm sure they already have. But you're trying to say we're going to jump for 6,000 feet? John, that's the thing. You live the life or you don't. Like, go big or go home. <laughs> this, is, this is Grand Canyon life, right? We don't fucking, fucking it's fucking 2,333 kilometers down here, mate. You didn't fuck around. And now we went Australian because that's who you trust with your rigging. That's right. Always. Right. <laughs> and oh. your sharpening. Right. Oh, that seems very improper. I don't know why we would say that the Australians are, are so much better at rigging than we are. <laughs> that seems improper. Right, mate. That's what fucking why they hire us, because you don't understand. How about you fuck off, have a spot of tea, and let us do a fucking job? <laughs> okay, I will. But I will see you at 2,333 kilometers down, and we will have this conversation later. All right. Good on you. Hope everything goes well. Back in the can. Right. So the width of the canyon uh, at Grand Canyon Village is 10 miles from rim to rim. Though there are places that it is as wide as 18 miles across from rim to rim. 
What does that mean? Grand Canyon Village. What does that mean? I've never taken the time because I don't, I've been in Arizona. I've seen it. I was like, yep. Yep. There it is. Like the same thing. Actual village where people live. Oh, like, like Pompeii. Is there any possibility of, we can erupt. Like Palm Springs. But underneath mountains, right? Like, they're down below. Are they up above? Are they down? No, or they're up? down below. Yeah, they're down. Yeah. Oh, John. Come on. John. And what's the name of the town? What's it called? Grand Canyon Village. I've referenced it a couple of times now. Shh. Yeah, but no one listens to what you're saying. Like, I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at your beautiful, beautiful face. Grand Canyon Village. Grand so Canyon Village. Point, which is the one inhabited area of the grand canyon there it is 10 miles across to go from one rim to the other just by bird's eye view i got you i got you sometimes it's as wide as 18 miles across so it's a wide canyon obviously like the mississippi river is very wide this is a wide canyon it's not just deep it's it's wide old man canyon he just keeps canyoning Oh no! Okay, but no, that that was a that was a spur of the moment joke. But John, John, you've seen Escape from L.A. Yeah, you've seen Escape from New York, but have you ever seen Escape from Grand Canyon Village, where all the old retirees realize we're underneath a rock, starring Kurt Russell and his care keeper? I don't think Mr. Russell should be here. I'm fine. Let me act. <laughs> Where is Goldie? Hey, Goldie Hawn. Hello? Heard on a wire. She's amazing. I can't make fun of her. She's a, <laughs> she's a goddamn gem to society. Anyway. Laugh out, man. Cookie. Like, loved her from then point on. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. A Grand Canyon Village. Although rocks exposed in the walls of the canyon are geologically quite old, the canyon itself is a fairly (laughs) young feature. They look like strong hands. (laughs) Exposed rocks. (laughs) But the nothing came and took them. John. John, if you like the rock <laughs> jokes we're giving here, tell your geologist teacher, tell your uh nope, got nothing. Your turn, go. So the, the oldest rocks at the canyon bottom are close to two thousand million years old. But the canyon <laughs> itself an erosional feature has formed only in the past five or six million years. So geographically, geologically speaking, the Grand Canyon is quite young. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. No, no, really, two thousand million years. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tradalian. It's a super long. Really? Really? 
our Lord and Savior, say Jesus Christo, settled here with the pilgrims. No, I don't know religion well, but. I, I do know there is an argument that there were catastrophic events that were able to create the Grand Canyon in a number of days. Yes, there is that. I'm going to continue with what science says. So even though no. the oldest rocks of the Grand Canyon, 2,000 million years old, are fairly old, the oldest rocks of the world million. are closer to 4,000 million years old, and they are exposed in North America around the oldest rocks in northern Canada. So, oh, well, yeah, yeah, the oh, yeah, the Canadians, you'll come up here, you'll look. Hey, how's it going, eh? Oh, yeah, we found a lot of big rocks. Look, this one, we <laughs> thought it was old, <laughs> it was just a maple syrup nugget. <laughs> but then we kept digging, yeah, and then after that, we found a rock that was, uh, a two for what you say it was? It's two four thousand million years. He said it was four thousand million years. He's a science guy. So oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. So what do you think, eh? So big rock or you want the fucking uh maple nugget? Don't give him the maple nugget. Okay, I won't give him the maple nugget. So the Grand Canyon is unmatched throughout the world in the uncomparable vistas it offers to visitors along the rim. So it's not the deepest canyon. Um, both the uh, Bar Barranca del Corve in North Mexico and Hell's Canyon in Idaho are deeper. But the Grand Canyon is known throughout the world for its overwhelming size and its intricate, colorful landscape. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a canyon flowing deep and wide. Oh, deep and wide, come on now, deep and wide, there's a canyon flowing deep and wide. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the time when you need to come down to the altar. We're talking about the canyon that flows to the heart of us. It might be 4,000 million years, it might be 2,000 million years, and that is beside the point. The point is there's canyons in all of us, and John L. Peacock has done so much research, and we must give him a kudos. We must pour a shot. We must do a bowl. We must give him him, hey, hey, hoo, hoo. Don't mind if we do. Like the old Cheeler is saying goes, if my daughter don't start, I'm going to kill all your fans. Too soon, too soon. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, deep and wide, deep and tell again, there's a fan. John, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> That's so preach. Let's... Big, let's get that shot ready. While you're doing that, yep. I'm going to say this next one. It's uh, uh, geolog uh, geologically significant because this thick sequence of ancient rock that are preserved and exposed on the walls of the canyon. This is why it becomes such an area of dispute among those who believe the world is not as old as science has shown it is because right. the Grand Canyon is the big showing of it. And it's beautiful too. They're like, well, we can actually um, uh, uh, carbon uh, code that and, and see that it's- Carbon date. Sorry, carbon date, 2,000 million years old. <coughs> so 
And it's also gorgeous. So it's a hard thing to uh, repute. But that's why so many who don't believe that go towards the Grand Canyon as opposed to any other older rocks or or uh, deeper canyons. 100%. I'm with you, John. I like that your your research is there because I am part of the party. Like, I'm a big fan of carbon dating, but it's not. it's been proven to be not specifically accurate within like, oh, this is the, it's not a fingerprint, it's a polygraph. It's like, well, it gives us an indication. And like, you can't have specific information on carbon dating, like it's false within this, these few centuries. So, okay, cool. So it's like, oh, but two margin margin of error, margin of error. Right, margin of error. And like, oh, we're dealing with thousands of millions of years like no but i'm pretty sure that the dinosaur looked on the thing and so therefore like hey here's a dude deep and wide deep and wide there's a canyon flowing deep and wide folks come on we're doing an altar call if you come down to the church of the two-sided every tuesday and thursday 8 p.m pacific 11 p.m eastern you too will receive the spirit you are looking for your canyon will be filled you will be able to ride the donkey down that trench you'll be able to face the demons you need to look at the cliff no it's not it's a fucking overcome optical that you have just achieved welcome to the party that's a two-sided every tuesday and thursday 11 p.m eastern uh, 8 p.m pacific I got that backwards and correct. Yes, you let's did. Do and let's do it. Let's do Bing, bing, bing. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Mm. A couple other fun facts. So, oh yeah, yeah, fun facts. <laughs> afforded uh, federal protection in 1893 as a forest reserve and it was later a national monument, the Grand Canyon did not achieve national park status until 1919, which was three years after the creation of the National Park Service. So it wasn't the first one, but it was within the first three years. So that's what gave it its protection that it still affords today. 1919, I've seen bigger canyons. This is bullshit. If we're doing (laughs) national parks, you guys seen that big hill in Yosemite? Holy shit! Not like a big hole in Arizona. How about we rethink our whole budgeting purposes, Interior Department? I I believe that's when Arizona became the state, so it makes sense. (laughs) They they weren't given the the protection until they actually 100% integrated as the last of the continental U.S. uh, to integrate into states. Yeah, we never should have given them that thing because look at them now they're like look our holes all big all old (laughs) what do we got we got arizona old holes over here what's your farm team name oh the cardinals are great but the arizona old holes (laughs) real good (laughs) stupid you like baseball right I love it. Yeah, it's especially inside baseball. Um, So nearly 5 million people see the Grand Canyon every year. Many internationals, many uh, within the states themselves. It is a huge attraction. It is one of the seven natural wonders of the world. That's bullshit. Like, honestly, but it's not. It's great. Like it's a oh wow look at that but it's not 
it's there's so many better things to see in that area like oh look at that hole look at that it's like going to lake powell like oh look at this big ass lake and like here's these amazing like yeah 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 you see it like yep it's amazing you spend a day like that's amazing like yep i don't need to go back i mean i do like because it's a great place to party (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> same thing with grand canyon you ever got a donkey fucked up on the ride down the hill john you haven't lived two mushroom ounces for me two mushroom ounces for the donkey i did the the, the mushroom roulette with the donkeys i grounded up in their meal i fed three donkeys mushrooms with six of us walking down the mountain i was like you guys we're in for a goddamn treat i ra- ground up our hamburgers Three of us got mushrooms, three of us didn't. Like, maybe it's going to be a match made in heaven. Maybe it's not. And that's what we're going to get to the bottom of. It's it's married at first sight with donkeys. No, And, and that's, that's why they switched it to only mule rides from now on. They actually got rid of the donkeys because of that occurrence. Horseshit. Donkeys are people, too, John. They need, in this economy, how are donkeys not working, John? But but oh, it's a, it's a whole, across the border. Oh, it's a whole Pinocchio thing, and now the whole border thing. <laughs> Whatever, Pleasure Island. Okay. All right. So so why is the Grand Canyon so grand? The Grand Canyon produces its own weather. Of all Grand Canyon facts, this is actually pretty cool. It 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 does suddenly change the the sudden changes in elevation have an enormous impact on temperature and precipitation. It's amazing. So apparently, I got a little more in common with the Grand Canyon than I thought. We're both bipolar. <laughs> Turns out, we change on a dime and we'll fuck some shit up if we don't like how it's looking. Come on down, mule. Come on down, mule. Nobody's coming down, mule. So this weather you're experiencing could drastically uh, depend on where you are in the Grand Canyon. The coldest, wettest weather station in the region is the Bright Angel Ranger Station on the North Rim, while the hottest and one of the driest is eight miles away at Phantom Ranch. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna make some really crass jokes right now, but I need you to take a breath and I need you to read back what you said to me because Phantom Ranch, it's hot and dry. Phantom, <laughs> Phantom, hot and dry. Uh-huh. And who's the, what's the other, who's the, who's the wet the, one? The cold and wet, the cold and wettest is Bright Angel Ranger Station. Bright Angel Ranger? That seems, that's, all right. All right, here's the deal. They only came up with that because they were so cold. <laughs> Like, oh, my God. <gasps> I was super excited to find the station, but I'm so cold, I don't give a fuck. Ah. Uh, br- 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 bright Angel. Bright Angel. Bright Angel Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah! Let's get inside and get the fuck out of this station. However, the Phantom. The Phantoms. Hot and dry. It's like... Hey, so we're out here on a whole thing looking at the stuff like, yes, I hear you talking. 
I'll be sunbathing over here naked. Make all the jokes you want. I don't care. I've heard them before. Hot and dry. I don't know. So, uh, talking about that um, village, also known as uh, Supai Village, it's located at the base of the Grand Canyon within Havasupai Indian Reservation. It's inaccessible by road and has a population of 208. It's the most remote community in the lower 48 states and is the only place where mail is still delivered by pack mule. So what you're saying is I've got to marry into the village and <laughs> the next year of the show there. Well, Thanks. God damn it, John. Supai Village, welcome to Two-Sided Podcast. My boy Pete's are coming to town and Corton is in the season. John, you have to be my handler and make a match for me. So the Colorado River provided a uniquely difficult habitat for fish with heavy silt, frequent floods, and uh, temperatures ranging from extreme, extreme heat in the summer to sub-freezing in the winter. And because of that, only eight fish species are native to the Grand Canyon, and six of them are found nowhere outside of the Colorado River. So it's a very unique habitat. Right. And six of those six, two of them are almost extinct because Gollum has eaten them through the tunnels <laughs> as they go through. What the fuck, John? It's a weird-ass place. Like, mm. Oh, yeah, these fish are blind. These ones have like tele telepathic abilities. Like they don't spawn upstream like salmon. They laser jump and fucking salmon beam me up, up on the fucking ridiculous. That's what happens over four thousand million years, John. <laughs> and and finally. We are somehow missing 950 million years worth of rocks. So the Grand Canyon offers <laughs> one of the most visible examples of worldwide geological phenomenon known as the Great Unconformity, in which 250 million year old rock strata lie back to back with 1.2 billion year old rocks. So what happened for that 950 million years? remains a mystery i wouldn't say we've been missing those rocks john <laughs> right if i have 950 million years of don't worry about my shit awesome but the great unconformity as you call it i like to call it the two-sided pod that's been happening every tuesday and thursday <laughs> 8 p.m eastern 11 p.m nope western southern western yeah. Northern. Yeah. If you follow, look to the east. If you follow the light, look for the Big Dipper. Point your compass to the west. I don't know, man. I was going somewhere. I had the, you laughed too hard because I hit it too good. Yeah, bro. The great unconformity. Anyway, two sided pod at gmail at Tito's at gmail. <laughs> Tuesday, every Tuesday, Thursday is 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, uh, live on YouTube. John, I'm like, I'm like, almost like the Rain Man. I was like, oh, how do we get out of this? How do we get out of this? All right. Anyway, 
Go the on sources with your... for this episode of Two Sided have been uh, the first segment, uh, the Digital Arizona Library, the Arizona Republic, abc15.com, and 12news.com. Second segment, the National Park Service, grandcanyon.com, and nationalparks.org. You... <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to fucking, all right. So my, uh, references for this episode have been, um, ABC easy as one, two, three, simple as do, re, mi, ABC, one, three, two, three, baby, you and me. Also, um, I like, um, Nope, nope. I like to give a shout out to Lee's Ferry. Uh, one of the one of the greatest start starting points of any canyon I've known. Um, everything after that is is I feel like it's a little fake. Um, I spent a lot of time there in the research of this point counterpoint. Yeah. Um, so. If you well, really, if at, you, at this point, is there anything within this episode, uh, my boy Pete, that you'd like to take a second glance at, a, a second thought, a, a second look, a second opinion? Yeah, you're, this is, you're doing retraction corner. Yeah, you're doing great. I'm still on the same point of trying to like I'm trying to recover from the last one, so I haven't even had time to think about it. So I'm going to say that anyone who who comes in on our Patreon or tries to buy any of the T-shirts on our Patreon. Or if you can't log into our Patreon, uh, you can email us at twosidedpod at gmail.com. It's twosidedpod at gmail.com, and we will literally respond back. But if if you respond back with uh, uh, code Lee's Ferry, you'll get fifteen percent off your first order. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> come That's on, Johnny. Uh, 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 lowercase Lee's Ferry, uh, yeah. one five number was one five, yeah, because 15 times Lee's Ferry let me down, the 16th time won't be the same. Ain't that right, Johnny boy? <laughs> Tell him again. Oh, Johnny boy, two, three, four. Here's the deal, Johnny. I'm glad you came to town. We're talking about a canyon. Lee's Ferry doesn't like to be called Supya. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Donkeys, no way. Mules, okay. See you in town. That's that's how he always leaves it. Mules, see you in town. Yeah, it's very awkward. Okie dokie. The only way the mail's going to get there, so it makes sense. It's a very local... Uh, um, nomenclature. I bet they have horrible food. <laughs> they might uh, have great. They might have no, fantastic food. No. Here's the deal, John. I want... <laughs> John, what we're going to do, we're going to slowly integrate. We're going to slowly take mule by mule down. We're going to... Into Supply Village? In a Supai village, 
we're going to take over slowly. Like, this is great. This is great. Do you guys like um, smoothies? Do you like yoga? Because this canyon is amazing for yoga. I'm doing a yodeling class. So if we go deeper into the canyon and we do yodeling, like you guys, it's going to be amazing. So anyway, I'm starting a yodeling class. John, we move in slowly but surely. We take over the village. We introduce the food, the culture. It's not all about donkeys or mules or the lack thereof of eithers or the plethora of the other ones. It's not about that. It's now about the people. It's now about the, the culture. It's now about the food we, we bring to the valley that we harvest from the rocks. What happens when people stop being rock dwellers and stop being also realistic with their life goals? And, they <laughs> and this has been another edition of Pete's Retraction Quarter. <laughs> well, thanks for, uh, uh, let's let's do a shot and get out of here in case anyone has a oh, burning yeah, yeah. message they want to uh, send. Send it now because we are getting out and we're getting into the green room. Uh, but I got my shot. Oh, to, oh my God. It's hello. Yeah. We have a hot yeah. minute, but yeah, no, I, I definitely do. Cause the whole thing is I was doing, shh, no, you're fine. And we're fine. The things are fine. And like, <sighs> John, it's not that I'm leaving Southern California and moving to the little village and trying to make this work because I've been inspired. It's not that <laughs> it's not that I'm going to stay up at night and see like, how long will it take me to sell everything in my house? It's not that it's like, well, if I'm moving to the dungeons of Arizona, how long will it take me to move the dungeons of Ohio? <laughs> that's not, that's even, that's even, see, no, cheers. All right, drink, 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 bing, bing, bing. If you stuck with us this long, we thank you kindly. <laughs> Goddamn sorry. Oh, thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. We have our open chat show live on stereo every Tuesday. Same start as tonight. So if you want to join us or you want to throw some topics out there, email two sidedpod at gmail.com. That's T W O sidedpod at gmail.com. Dot com. Oh. And for those listening live, join our chat on the stereo app in our green room right now. Let's go. Let's go on the hour. Uh, so uh, for after show wind down. That's a wrap for tonight. I'm John L. Peacock out in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm my boy Pete, and I can't seem to recover from that last shot on the facial recognition software. Like, I, if there was, like, look at the eyeball thing to get into the door, I would not be getting into the after show. Like, I'm having a hard time recovering. <sighs> in Southern California. And this was our show. You can eavesdrop wherever you get your podcasts. And even join us live, both on our YouTube channel, Two-Sided Podcast, and on the Stereo app. Every Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, as we talk about the two sides of life, the serious and the fun, here on Two-Sided. Oh, man, this is a fun one. I love you, Pete. Man, no, I, I, it, uh, it's hard to be mean to you when you're so shiny and happy. I know.
It was a funnel song. Nope. Now it's super easy. Fuck your couch. How I'll see you in Sufia Village and you will be shocked what I've done to you.